arsonist had oddly shaped feet. The human torch was denied a bank loan. They're coming into the back door! <laughs> Ow, that hurt. <laughs> Say good, children! Get the children! I can't even go up that high. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are not confusing that. That is Ron Burgundy. You think that was Chris? No, that is Ron Burgundy <laughs> himself. Stay classy, San Diego. Oh, <laughs> uh, can you tell me what San Diego stands for? Well, I'm not sure, but most scholars believe it's uh, Spanish for a uh, whale's vagina. San Diego. <laughs> San Diego. San, yeah, I think it stands for Santiago. Um, this is the Before We Get Started podcast. I am David. I'm your host today. I'm joined by... Wade. Chris. What up, Bob Dylan? What up? What up? Uh, I thought you said... I'm Bob Dylan is what I thought you I said. I could be Bob like, Dylan. Like, holy crap, Bob Dylan. You have to get really whiny. <laughs> <laughs> really whiny. I could not tell you a single Bob Dylan song. I know it sounds like, mean <laughs> and bad. Where you going yeah, now? Yeah. Take me out there to the ball game. <laughs> That's pretty much Bob Dylan. Perfect. Yeah. But because of Walk Hard, I could tell you, like, how it sounds. But you know how Dewey Cox sounds. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, we're all, we all collect our own in our own way. I collect comics. Uh, Chris collects comics. Human bodies. Yeah, yeah mostly. <laughs> uh, Wade's a he collects a lot of uh, video games. Uh, Dylan collects comics. He collects uh, manga as well. Um, do you, would you say you collect anything else besides uh, those? I collect Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah. Okay. Um, now almost the whole Forgotten Realms stuff. There's a lot of like Magic the Gathering. Yeah, cards I can't even get into that. It's so like that's. I it's like an ocean of stuff that I can't There's a understand. Yeah. It's a very lucrative market, too. It is. Yeah. There's a lot of money in that. Um, there's a lot of money is derived from the pro-grading system. And I've been reading a lot that people are not liking the pro-grading system because it's kind of ruining collecting. So it's you are able to put a grade to it, which is not bad, because you can say, oh, this one is in pristine condition, but it's also making you know things in lesser value. So you think you have a really good copy when it comes down from five hundred dollars, it's only a hundred dollars. What do you guys think about that? I think it's crap. I don't like it uh, because of that aspect. Um, to you, the, ver- the regular collector, it looks like it's in really good condition, and it could be, but it just has that one little flaw. That just automatically knocks it out of that high category. Yeah, it could be just like a corner. Yeah, is nicked a little bit. Uh, I see it kind of a double-edged sword. There are good things and bad things about it. Um, I collect baseball cards uh, still a little bit, and I collected them like crazy growing up in my high school years, and now I do collect uh, comics as well. Um, I think if you just want something like, look, I've always wanted that comic or I've always wanted that baseball card, and now I can get it, and you just want the card. You're not worried about reselling, you're not about holding value. You want that card. It's a good thing because now you can probably get it loose, ungraded, way cheaper than you ever could have before. Um, If you're a collector and you want stuff for a collection, quote-unquote, but you also want to resell – then you definitely love the grading thing because you get these nine sixes, nine eights, or uh, tens when you're talking baseball cards. Then you can make a lot of money. But if you want the best of the best, if you get OCD like I do, 
Like, if I want a certain King Griffey Jr. card or a certain, like, Superman or X-Men comic, and I want the best I can get, well, now that's going to suck because it's going to cost me a lot of money to get that. And so, in some ways, I feel like it's kept the hobby, whether it be cards or comics, it's kind of kept it going. Because comics especially, I mean, let's face it, we all know they don't sell like they did in the 90s and the 80s. I mean, just doesn't happen. Uh, so this, just kind of like... Uh, Variant covers, right? Variant covers, why people hate how many they put out, it may be one of the few things that keeps a lot of comics selling, too. So the pro-grading thing, I, I mean, I could understand if you completely hate it, what it's done. Like, I tried to get back into baseball cards this last year. It's insane. Because everything, if it's not an autograph card or a game used, people don't care about it. They don't care about insert. The inserts were the big thing. Like, I'll get an insert card. They don't care about that. All they care about is their autographs. So I kind of feel like this is the same way. Like, if you're a collector, you don't care about collecting the, the base card or the comic. You want it graded. It wants to be a Jim Mint 10 or a 9.6. Otherwise, I'm not, inter I'm not interested in it. It's like, it's really not the point, I don't feel, of what collecting used to be anyway. Yeah. It takes away from the raw as well. Like, if you have a Spider-Man, an Amazing Spider-Man 300, first appearance of Venom, then somebody can have a raw one and just say, "Oh, it's a great, that's a great value. Uh, I want a thousand dollars for it." Like yeah, it sucks if you're wanting to resell yeah. it or something because you think you have something valuable and it's not right. as valuable as you think. But if you want it just to have it, it's great for you because now you can go find that thing you want, right? And you don't got to pay an arm and a leg for it. And let's like, it's it's almost worth it to like in that sense. If that's one that you're just going to want to add to your collection, then just buy the graded form. So that person that has it in raw that isn't graded is kind of losing out on money. But that's because, what I'm saying. Yeah. If you just want it to have it, then the person that just wants it, just buy it raw, and you yeah. great deal for you. You don't get it. Yeah, but are you it. are you losing money in that aspect? Well, Maybe. it wasn't money that you spent to begin with. Yeah, but you have to argue, like the grading of it, because it's just graded by. It's not a professional grade on it. It's just but you're just saying. getting the comic. You don't right. care about. It. You want it to own in your collection, like your personal. You don't care about any of the grading. That means nothing to you. Like something somebody like me, like. Like I said, if I could get an 89 Upper Deck King Griffey Jr., would I love to have a, a 10, a Jim Mint 10? I would love that. But I've never owned that card. I would love to just have the card. So I don't care about that. I'm, I don't have – I'm not losing any money. Cause you I don't care about if there's a crease in it. You don't care. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I want it to where yeah, – Obviously, you don't want a, a big I mean, come on. across the face. We all get common So if sensor. I have one and I, it's – pristine condition there's just one little defect but i say oh no this is great in the corner this is great and let's say jim mint 10 is, is going for what what, uh, what would i have no idea lots of money let's just say five thousand dollars probably way more than that okay but we'll just just for a number all right and i say well this is this right here that's not that bad um twenty five hundred bucks yeah well that's you're stupid if you pay for that thing Right, but that's where people... But that's that, you, that shouldn't happen. You should be able to get it yeah. cheaper. That's what I'm saying. That That's my issue with prograding is that you have people that are just common collectors that aren't really going into looking at... like. I guess it would suck yeah. if you're doing it online because they're not going to give you an accurate scan of each corner. I mean, they're probably not going to do yeah. that. So that's where seeing something in person yeah. can make... When I do buy... Things. When I buy comic books online, that is like the ones that I typically yeah. go to that have... Pictures of the corners, pictures of the inside, pictures. They're of not the trying to hide yeah. anything at that point. Yeah. You know what you're getting. I yeah. appreciate that. Who are these pro graders? Uh, CGC. No, but I mean like PSA. 
who are they? Are they just people that just have? They're, they're companies. They started yeah. out, yeah. They're they're companies. There's no like certification or background. Well, I mean, these are pretty big at this point. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they're pretty big companies. Most of them that look at cards. It's not some guy sent Larry down the street. <laughs> yeah. He does have his garage. I mean, it's not like that. Kind of seems that way. Well, they go through. Well, not yeah, these they go through an extensive training. They go through all these different things. Yeah, because the company's yeah. so big now. They get so many. I mean, people yeah. send. Dozens for one comic book, hundreds of dollars for comics to get graded. Um, Beck, you know, Beckett, uh, price guide monthly was a thing when I was a kid for baseball, basketball, football. It's a little price guide, told you how much cards were. Well, they have their own grading company, and you got PSA, uh, CGC does the comics, uh, and there's more out there, there's more just in. And cards in general. PSA also does like Pokemon and Magic the Gathering. And do you have to pay for each card or can you pay a lump sum? Uh, you can pay a lump sum, but there's a limit. You can't just send 500 cards, and I'd pay the same as if I sent in one card. What if there's, like, a variation between grading? What if you send it into, like, three different ones? And, and there like is. One's, like, 9 and point eight, and then right. that one's, like, That's true. Six, like well, there's actually a story. Which Logan, one's right? Yeah. Logan Paul was telling his story about he got a Charizard, and it w- he wanted, like, a PSA Charizard, I believe it was. But there's only, like, two or three of them actually known. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy had both of them, and he sold them. The, like a, a different one for like ten thousand dollars, and he's like, I'm looking at this card and it looks great, like it's perfect. So they break the seal that it's in, send it into the other company, they grade it that like as a perfect ten, and now it went from a ten thousand dollar card to a million dollar card. Yep. And the thing is, Beckett grading, at least I can only tell you, I don't know much grading about comics to be honest with you, but baseball cards, Beckett is considered to be the most strict. Like, it's hard to get a uh, 10 out of Beckett. Um, PSA is probably the most, I don't want to say prestigious. It may be the most common because it's the most used, but a lot of people like PSA. And there's another uh, grading company. It's got a green banner. I don't remember what it's called, but uh, that's probably, that's the up-and-comer. But Beckett is difficult to get. So if you crack open... But you love Beckett, let's say. You grew up with it. You crack open a PSA Jim at 10 and send it to Beckett, you may not get a 10 back. Mm-hmm. As where if you crack open a Beckett 9.5 and send it to PSA, you might get a 10. But I will say the thing I like about P- or Beckett is on the label, they'll tell you, like, the corners, the centering. They'll tell you all that, like, what it was. As where PSA it just says it's a 9 or a 10. It doesn't tell you why it didn't get a 10 if it's not. They give so. a breakdown of the yeah. actual grading. Yeah, which is nice. But, yeah, so it's, it's. I mean, I see what you're saying, especially online buying nowadays. Um, people say, oh, like I've seen people do box breaks of 89 Upper Deck and pull Griffey's. Oh, Jim Mint 10, question mark, you know? It's like, yeah, you are taking a chance if you buy that card raw, you know, nothing, and then you send it in. You may not get the 10 you're wanting for. Um but at the same time, if you get to see this stuff face to face, you go to card shows, comic shows, and you can see this stuff. You can get an idea of what it is. And if, like I said, I don't want a crease in it, or I don't want the corner bent. But if it looks fairly good, I just want the card. Yeah. Like, I don't plan on reselling it. So I think that's good for the consumer because now you, I mean, there's only one way to get a Griffey rookie card at one time. So. Right. Yeah, that's why I look at it. I uh, I get your side. Um, it definitely helps, like, if you're going to a yard sale or something, you find one just randomly. Um, so, 
We had a very eventful week last week. There was a uh, new trailer that came out for a... Top Gun Maverick, am I right? How did you know that I was... Yeah. Did She-Hulk trailer come out, or is it just a teaser? It is a teaser, but... It came out? Did I miss that? I guess I, I, I missed that, was that already too. Out. I didn't I see that. The trailer already. is. What's the teaser? I know the trailer about? for Resident Evil came out. Well, the teaser was just like they went through... Um, like all their upcoming shows and oh, like they, where okay. they show Moon Knight before that, but they showed <laughs> her. She Hulk. <laughs> yeah, so I, I didn't, didn't see, see the She Hulk trailer. Hmm. I miss everything. Uh, well, they are all within their own universe, and I was speaking <laughs> of the uh, Avatar trailer, the which, way of the water. Yeah, are we thinking that's going to be good? Or are we thinking that's going to be as good as the first? I don't know. One? We have no idea what the story is. Yeah, it, they really give you nothing, which they don't need to. It comes out in December. I don't need to know everything that's happened in that movie. Um, I'm a bit of an Avatar apologist. I know it's cool to hate on Avatar and that it's Fern Gully, it's Dances with Wolves. Is the story that? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. But they, yeah, but they broke a lot of new ground in other ways. Daily. So I think Cameron was thinking that's the least of my worries is the story. I got to get this other stuff to work. Which may be a backwards way of thinking, but you can't argue with the results, right? Yeah, pretty much the biggest movie, movie of all time. Um, the 3D, which I know, I think everyone here is in agreement, we're not huge 3D fans. Nope. Uh, the 3D in that movie was amazing, and this looks amazing. The CG eyes can only be way better than it was. It's been, what, 13, 14 years since that last movie. Yeah, supposedly he designed some new underwater technology, the shooting film. ability. Right. And there is one quick scene in that trailer that shows one of the Navi swimming underwater, and it looks pretty dang good. Yeah, Kate Winslet has the longest on record underwater continuous scene in this. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, I thought it looked great. I love the first movie. I really do love it for the visuals. I didn't hate the first movie, uh, but I feel like this this one, the the story better be way more original uh, for it to be not a flop. Like, if it's just another repackaged I mean, every movie is a repackaged story, but I mean, uh, to a super a point, right? Right. Like, I don't want to see it like uh, become like a. You guys ever seen the movie Pathfinder? I know what it is. Uh, yeah. Where like the. the uh, in, uh, I don't think I've seen. I that. don't remember the the actors, but it's a. Uh, a Norseman gets left over in uh, indigenous lands in uh, America, and he grows up as a. Uh, Native American. As a Native American, and then the the Vikings later. Uh, come back and invade again, and he fights not as a Northman, but as a uh, Native American. I, I hope it's not like that, like straight up. Like You'd have to think at this point, Cameron knows, like, I have to come up with a little bit more of an original story. Right. And there's nothing, to, let's get it straight, like you said, Dylan, nothing is original in Hollywood, right? I mean, there's always bits and pieces uh-huh. of different stories. Well, there's that one guy, he's a, like a filmologist, he says all movies have the basic four or three storylines. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, there's only way. so much you can do, right? I mean, you fool the the watcher, the viewer, into thinking that they're watching something original, which, in truth, they may be pulling from two or three of those and maybe you know flip them a little bit where you don't recognize yeah. it. Oh, that's so original, is it though? <laughs> Probably not. But I'm looking forward to it. I I freaking I saw Avatar seven times in the theater the first time. I really enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to this. a lot of times. I saw it on IMAX. That was my second date with my wife. Uh, inconsequential to this a long conversation, but I got her. Hey, I'm just. She doesn't listen to this. You don't get to say anything. There's no brownie points. Oh, that's true. That's true. I forgot. Sorry. Thank you for. But reminding speaking me. of 3D, didn't we see another movie in 3D? We did. 
What was it called? The Illuminati will see you now. It was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. You almost got that wrong. <laughs> I gotta say, he stumbled <laughs> on the name, but then he pulled it out of the air. <laughs> Had a little dyslexic moment. Uh, yeah, uh, so I said we're not big fans of 3D, but we did see this in 3D, and anyone out there, if you haven't seen it yet, I would recommend the 3D. It looked really good. Are we going to go full spoiler on this? I think we need to. Yeah. It's uh, been a week. Right? Yeah, that's, we can go full spoiler. Yeah. That's kind of why I was. I mean, yeah. Either, if you're that big of a fan, you've seen it already. And if you're not, you know to stay away until you've seen it. Exactly. Yeah. And if not, this will be a spoiler. Yeah. So, yeah. Spoiler. So, this is yeah. the spoiler warning. Yeah. Spoilers. So, we, before we get into spoilers, I want to know because they travel through, obviously, different multiverses. Um, Hence the name. If you could, you will just multiverse use multiverse. Exactly. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, We'll just say in different, uh, like, video game. Video games are a multiverse area. Um, anime. Uh, porn. Why would you go there? <laughs> I don't why know. Do you we get, have stumbled why, upon the Avengers porn universe. <laughs> there that probably exists. There is I one. Sure. Is. See? Uh, yeah. Fletcher already knows there is one. Uh, oh, no, Step Widow. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just <laughs> lay back, relax. Hawkeye, they are stuck in the dryer. Step-sisters. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, what, what would be oh. your one that you would instantly jump to if you could? Oh, in movies, anime. The Avengers porn universe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Avatar, man. I just love so the Navi. Convincing. I'm so depressed that I can't go back to that world. No. Um, go Pandora. Yeah, right. I don't, I think don't I would know. Wanna, that's tough. I wouldn't want to go to anywhere. I don't think I'd want to go to DC or Marvel. It's a pretty Just, dangerous world to live yeah. in, it seems like. Yeah. <laughs> be like, like free said, guy. I know. <laughs> yeah, right? I know <laughs> Superman exactly is the it. only person that's ever killed people in any movie. Not the Avengers. But seriously, like a lot of people die. But I guess that's only if you live in a city. If you live in a city in a superhero universe, you seem to be okay. And well, I know Smallville got destroyed pretty good in Man yeah. of Steel. So maybe I'm... Talking at my rear end. Speaking of the event, I mean, look, look at Hulk. He's climbing up the buildings, smashing in the windows. Thor I'm sure destroyed nobody, nobody was in those buildings. Yeah. Thor destroyed a whole town. Yeah. No, they all just waited until Man of Steel, then they died there, apparently. <laughs> Am I a little grumpy over this? Yes, I'm grumpy, but I'll move on. Chris doesn't hold grudges. Everybody. I don't hold grudges. Um, I don't know. That's tough. Because do you want the thing that would just be, like, for everyday life, like, this is the best place to live, or do you want the most exciting? Right. Like, I don't know. Um, you know what universe I've always liked? I always like Pleasantville. When they go into the TV universe, I'm like, that, well, how much fun would that be? Nothing is ever going wrong. You just, you don't got to worry about anything. Everybody's nice and friendly. Everything's black and white, just like when you were a kid. Yeah, right. There's no, it's just this way or that way. That would be tough. Because like you said, you, don't, you know, do you want to be... Tranquility? Do you want to be peaceful or do you want to just excitement? Like see just stuff like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I saw that. But you know, you could be maimed or someone you love could die. It's like, hmm, I don't know. It's a little uh, bit tougher than, of a question yeah, than I thought it would be. Um, wow, this is tough. I don't know. I don't want to live in the Berserk universe. It's awful. It's terrible. Uh, that's yeah. the worst. Yeah. Berserk or Game of Thrones are the ones. I don't know which do. one. Berserk's probably worse. Yeah, kind of, in a way. I would think it's definitely worse. I feel like, uh, at least in Berserk, you could like go to a place that wasn't So bad. go to Griffith's Kingdom and you'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, ruled over by the worst person ever. Where, like, in Game of Thrones, like, eventually, it will all be bad. Yeah. 
Well, I feel the same way about Berserk. It kind of is, really. I don't know. They're both pretty bad. I mean, those middle-aged type medieval Eastern Europe places always end up being pretty pretty bad. Yeah. They even got really bad in Skyrim. <coughs> right? <laughs> Remember that thing that happened that time? Yeah. Whoa. Uh, pretty much all video games and uh, movies and TV shows, they're, all of their universes are terrible. Yeah, Last of Us. I don't want to live in that universe. No. That'd be awful. That's awful. Dead. Don't want to live in that one. God of War, if I was Kratos, I'd be all for it. Like, let's do this. I feel like God of War wouldn't be too bad because you're Compared not to really some of these others, it wouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah, as I say, at least in that one, as long as you just didn't have any affiliation with any of that, you'd probably be okay. okay. Just live your life as a farmer and just go about your business. I would want something that, like, somehow I get a small amount of powers, but nothing to where I have to be. Not like the Invincible Universe. I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, Star Wars universe, uh, Naboo. Seems Ooh. like they're pretty chill. <laughs> Very chill. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually... Yeah. If I get if the planet gets invaded, they're not going to worry about me, a little rice farmer out in the... So yeah. Tatooine yeah. is not the place you would go to. No, no. that'd be awful. What about the spice mines of Kessel? Or Hoth would be terrible. Hoth would be pretty awful. I like how all planets are just one biomes in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. right. Well, we don't know that. It's just what we saw of the planet. Now, Hoth is all ice because they call it the yeah. ice planet of Hoth. But Tatooine seems like all dirt. It's all sand. desert because it's been destroyed. But we don't know about Naboo. They could have more colder, mountainous regions. We, d- we didn't see the whole planet. Yeah, Tatooine used to look like Naboo before it got bombarded. Before Anakin showed up. That's, well, that's what, No, I know. <laughs> it was way before that. That kid, he ruined that place, too. <laughs> so speaking of Star Wars, I want to settle something uh, for... Me, who's kind of outside oh, looking, yeah, I'm Jesus. not a super big Star Wars fan. Um, I still enjoy it. But I've seen this everywhere, and Chris and Wade have kind of set me straight on this. And I just want you guys to put this out there. Is Palpatine... No. Anakin's dad. No. No. No, no way, no show, no, no how. Why do people believe this? Because it was a story point at one in, like, pre-production. Like, at one point... That's what Lucas's idea was, and I'm sure there's a comic somewhere that has that, or uh, an e like an expanded universe from back in the day that's not canon now. It I haven't read all of them. There's a lot of novels and a lot of comics, so I don't know. But um, that was what his idea was to have Palpatine be this super powerful Sith, and he wanted to. Uh, he, well, he wants to learn how not to die, right? Right. So he creates with using the Force, creates this person. And his mom, just inconsequential as far as I know, didn't, just happens to be her. But that is not canon. Canon in is basically he's like a Jesus, like a virgin birth. Hmm. But she even says it. There was no father. So just the force created Anakin to counter Palpatine. Just, that would be too many fathers. And it's, I'm it's your ridiculous. Father. I'm your father. Because <laughs> then it's like, well, of course Anakin turned evil. Yeah. But it's better if the Force created him to be good on the side of the light to counterbalance him, and yet he ends up going over there. That's that's way persuaded. more interesting. Yeah, way more interesting. Well, I'm glad that we've got that out there. If anybody disagrees, you can hit us up on our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at BWGS Podcast. Um, I'm, I would love to hear your guys' side on it just because, I mean, I don't know what to think these guys are staring at me like they're going to hit me if I don't agree I don't know them. what you're talking about <laughs> I don't know why you're holding that chair in the air uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
so now I'm going. We're going to just reiterate again. If you have not seen the movie, we've given you ample time yeah. to leave at this point. Yeah. So now you can turn the podcast off. Come back to this point. We have a Star Wars buffer yeah. for you. So, so let's start off with uh, uh, out of five rating, five stars. What would you give the movie, Dylan? Uh, probably say like a four point one, four point two. I give it a four. Four point five. Oh, wait, like even more than me. I I would have to say four uh, four point one as well. I think that's pretty good. Um, Just ride Dylan's coattails there. <laughs> hey. He's the one taking us to the top here, trying to just make – it's an accurate rating. Uh, yeah. It wasn't It wasn't uh, amazing. It wasn't like uh, – It had some amazing scenes, though. It was North Thor yeah. Ragnarok, right? Yeah, yeah it wasn't well, a Thor Ragnarok like no way home. But uh, it wasn't the worst I've seen. Uh, I'd say visually it's probably the best, and that's just because I guess uh, they're pulling out all the stops and – Spending more money on uh, CGI and stuff like that. Visually, I would say it is among the best, uh, if not the best. Uh, some of the writing choices, kind of eh. And it really didn't, I feel like, personally, it didn't have any lasting permanent effect on the universe, which seems like a, a waste. Uh, it has some uh, potential for uh, certain movies in the future, but nothing that really sticks to the universe and uh, changes it uh, forever. I think it did just because they collided with another universe. Well, they they didn't. There's no lasting effects that we know of. Right? That's what I was gonna say that we know of because yeah. I mean, spoiler alert. Obviously, he has a third eye because he's messed with the dark hole. So we don't know. We don't know what the long term effects are is are with his uh, dealing with the dark hole. We don't know is that gonna affect him at all or is just gonna. I know he's got that third eye in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know. Is that well, that it? Third eye is supposed to speak to him, isn't it? Well, the third eye in the comics that I've read uh, is not a result of using the dark hold. Right. It's just a after effect of using the eye of Agamotto. Yeah. And the eye of Agamotto lets you see uh, magical like residue uh, and also see uh, certain like uh, things from like the dark universe. And that may be the what dark they dimension. use this for. They I just mean. use the dark hold instead mm-hmm. of the, which is fine. But again, I don't think we know the lasting effects. So I, I definitely think uh, there's going to be lasting effects with Wanda because I don't believe she's dead. No, um, right there. So I think well, um, we're going to spoil all of it. Yeah. Place. So I think we still don't know what the dark hole did to Doctor Strange fully, and then we, if you believe Wanda's alive, this is definitely going to have lasting effects because what is she when she comes out of this? So we just don't know yet. I don't think it's going to do much to him until he uses the powers again. Um, but just they like destroyed as the dark hole. Which powers? Well, but he's got it's because yeah, they destroyed the dark hole in yeah. all universes. In the MC, but in the MCU, like that third eye is because right. Of but the that's dark not hole. the so dark that, hole power. That's uh, yeah. It was he uses that eye uh, in the movie to see like he uh, opened it up and he used it so he could see that. Oh, we're talking about the end credit scene. Oh, you're talking about the yeah. uh, Dormammu, if he's coming back or not? Yeah. Clea. So Which at looks that like point, it's where it opened up. That's because of the... Uh, but let's rewind a little bit, because now we're talking. We're starting at the end. We're going backwards. We're going the wrong way. Start at the beginning. First of all, what did you guys think of Doctor Strange in this one? Did you like him any more? Than uh, I like Doctor one? Strange way more than in the first one uh, and in the other movies. I do feel like they're kind of... Uh, 
I mean, he is a big smartass in the comics, uh, but He's I feel like comedic. I feel like in the universe, the MCU universe, they are uh, replacing Tony with uh, Steven. I with like that they kind of what you're saying is that they made him like at the beginning. Oh, I can just do this. I can just do this. Like, oh, I'm not the Sorcerer Supreme, but he seemed more I can humbled. just take care of it. Yeah. I, at the, towards the end, I think yeah. at the beginning, he was very uh, cocky. Yeah, he's arrogant. Yeah. Just period. I think it was... They established that pretty heavily in the first movie, his yeah. first movie. That, yeah, he's basically Tony Stark, but he's a surgeon instead of making weapons. Yeah. Technology. <laughs> so I, I liked him. I thought he did. I think know. it was pretty much in the same vein as No Way yeah. Home, Doctor Strange. Like, he yeah. felt... Very similar, and Infinity War. It feels pretty much the same. Yeah, but I will say all those Doctor Strange feel quite a bit different than the first Doctor Strange movie. But that's just naturally what happens when you write for a character longer. The character arc through the movie was done very well. I uh, I did not like American Chavez. I don't mind the character. I don't think the actress. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like good. The, I don't know her name. So I'm just just when I too. thought, oh, she's emoting, she's doing some acting chops, and then. The next scene, it's like, I think I could have played that part better. I think I'm they should have just subbed out America Chavez for either the Darkhold or the the book of, uh, what was the, the book, Kintosh? Or yeah, the tomb, yeah. And I agree, if you're, especially if you're not going to use America Chavez anymore, really. She really had next to no lines, and the only thing she ever did was uh, the, the punch in the ending. Uh, straight MacGuffin. Uh, I feel like it was completely useless to have her in there. And I feel like they purposely showed her training at, uh, what's the place called? Uh, Carmitage. Yeah, they purposely showed her training. They're like, hey, everybody, you're not going to see her again. Just, <coughs> excuse me, everyone. I'm dealing with allergies. They purposely showed her there because they're like, that's where she's going to be. Yep, you won't see her again, but that's where she's at. Write her off into something. Which blah, means possibly you, re- yeah. you really just wasted her. You didn't but, need to have her. Right. Do they show her training so they can bring her back in the third one? Well, that's kind of what I, we're saying with there's no consequences. Well, we don't know. So yeah. maybe she does. Maybe she comes back in future Avengers movies. Because she is showing that she does have something because right. she's sparkling. And if that's the case, maybe it wasn't a waste. It was a setup. <laughs> but if they really never use her again... It's a waste. So yeah. what I can only, I don't know until I see future films five, six years down the road. Um, but there was also a co-lead in this movie, pretty much, Wanda. She was my favorite part. Yeah, uh, that's what really propelled the movie up as high as it did for me. Wanda, yeah, Wanda was awesome. Is awesome. Yeah. And scary. Very uh, frightening. Yeah. I feel like uh, almost like we talked about that one time, how like it would be cool if Marvel branched off into doing other genres of movies with their superheroes. Yeah, the uh, werewolves, the vampires. Uh. Right, like if they did like uh, romantic comedies with these and action movies <laughs> with these and adventure movies with these and horror movies with these, this was a fucking horror movie. It, it was definitely yeah. a horror movie. Well, uh, when like at the, when they first introduce her and she's like, the hex was the hardest part or whatever the line was, yeah. and it all just disappears, I was like, okay, we're in new territory here. And it was hard to tell from the trailers, right? Like yeah. we thought there was going to be maybe a dark uh-huh. version of her, but... yeah. And I certainly didn't think they introduced her so quick in the movies. Yeah, she's Yeah, I thought it was coming movie. later, but it was uh, right from the start. Boom, here's Scarlet Witch. Deal she's with here. that. Yeah. I did like that Steven immediately knew, though. He was like, oh, these are these are almost real, huh? She's like, yeah. they are real. Like, oh, okay. See, I couldn't yeah. tell yeah, if he actually sure. knew because no, he it seemed fucking, like he, he didn't knew. fully know until she made that slip and called her America. And she's like, you never mentioned her name, did you? I feel like he yeah. knew. He just wanted to give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I like that he, uh, like, their references. Treading very lightly. Yeah. 
I guess so, yeah. I like all the references to other Avengers were just subtle. Um, like, they talked about Spider-Man a little bit, made a couple jokes. Like, oh, he shoots webs out of his butt. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I don't need a, a man with an arrow and a mohawk. Like, hey, okay, I'm good with that. <laughs> I like the, uh, the Avenger, the team with a bunch of uh, insect-related or bug-related <laughs> powers. Like there are a, an abnormal amount of bug, yeah, there's quite a few. <laughs> bug-related powers. Like, wait a minute, there are. Or wait. Um, and I'll get to be honest, uh, I completely agree with what Wanda says in this movie. When she tells Doctor Strange, you break the rules and you're a hero, I do it, and I'm the villain. I'm a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, obviously she goes way far, but she's not wrong. How often do all these other heroes... Well, even the Illuminati tells her, yeah. tells Stephen that she was right. Like, he was the, the bad one, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And But I will say this. I don't like... And I love Spider-Man No Way Home, but I don't like how he so flippantly did that spell. I d- that's why I thought uh, before No Way Home uh, that it had to be Mephisto or somebody. He's more responsible than that. No, I mean like like it had, like instead of <clears throat> Stephen Strange, it had like it oh, was Mephisto it and Stephen Strange's Strange guys because yeah like, yeah that's what I'm saying. That is like a ridiculous thing that like he he's would really okay, do that. I'll just wipe out everybody's memory. That's okay. Um, so I think that was just. That's lazy writing is what that was in Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't have a problem with anything he did in this film, so I don't want to just talk about Spider-Man, but it's just kind of a dichotomy there between the way the writers wrote that character in these two movies. Um, but I do agree with Wanda. Uh, she goes too far, but here's something I've seen online everywhere. Like, if you love WandaVision, you're going to hate Wanda in this movie. Oh, I don't yeah. understand that, Like, because that's not where we left her. It's like, what it's are you talking direct about? direct logical change. The post-credit it's, scene yeah. in WandaVision is her going through the dark hold. They, how many times do they say they even have a visual res- representation in this film of what the dark hold is doing to her? When Xavier goes into her mind, she's trapped under rubble. She can't get out. The dark hold won't let her. I mean, it yeah. is literally well, like, like the the uh, basically like the book of Satan. Like, yeah, it's like the worst thing. It's you poisoned imagine. her because she used. It well, that's not her mind. That's the. What they call it? The Dreamwalker. Dream yeah, Dreamwalking oh. version of her. It's the, all yeah. the alternate Wanda but, universe. But in that scene where she comes through that, because uh, what you're saying is right, when she comes through that red smoke and she's like, looks like a demon, essentially. Yeah. Like, it's insane. Like, that's essentially what it's doing. Is the dark hole is poisoned her. Because she used it, you know, she just, oh, I'm just studying this thing. Uh-huh. She didn't realize what it was going to do to her. And, but even Agatha in WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, tells her what you know the dark hole well, what it does to you it definitely yeah. separated her because she was talking about uh, oh the witch is going to come for you not not yeah. me not Wanda definitely like, like yeah, multiple she multiple, multiple said several times that Scarlet Witch is going mm-hmm. to yeah. be there because Wanda held off dreamwalking and sent the the little demons after yeah. after because yeah. she thought it was easier more what she say that is me being uh, uh, merciful yeah some yeah like that. Showing mercy or something like yeah, that. That is me showing mercy, yeah. So and she was she was right. And even yeah. Strange said it. He's like, yeah, that was... She was being... She'd been she nice. She take it easy on me. So that's what I don't get. These fans that are online, you know, decrying the way she's treated in this movie. It just... I don't see how you can't see the logical... No. They wrote her well. They it's like and after it's all the perfect. trauma she's yeah. been through. And as I say, how much is her mind breaking from constantly hearing her kids scream? Yes. And now, holler for her, and she has no way to yes, get there. She's literally exactly. in a dream every that time, really which they up. say is a different yeah. multiverse. And she's already and scarred she, yeah. from what happened in WandaVision. Yeah. I mean, she's been through Plus a lot of trauma. Lost uh, vision. I, and then I really felt for her emotionally when she talked about uh, 
you know, every every night I go and I dream of being with my kids, and every day I wake up into this nightmare. Yeah, it's like oh, she you're, mentions you're watching your children disappear. Yeah. How much does it take on somebody? You know? She mentioned Total. how she had to. She goes, I had to blow a hole in my husband's head. Yeah. Yeah, and then she doesn't even mention that she has to watch him get brought back to life to then be killed again. She yeah. doesn't even bring up Vision twice. And I will say, I think that's a downfall. This movie. I wish they had brought up Vision. Uh, he doesn't have to be the core part. But I do think it's weird. Mention. But I don't like Vision. You don't like Vision? No. You've never liked him? No. You didn't like him in Age of Ultron when he was awesome. No. Mm. Uh, well, you're wrong there, but that's okay. Dylan will. I didn't mind. I, I do think it's weird that she doesn't mention him in this movie. Yeah. Uh, she never looks for him. Well, that was the only time that it was. And why did Doctor Strange say, "Oh, well, Vision is"? You tell me, no one knows where this guy is because he's still alive and he has his memories back, seemingly. Yeah, they should have mentioned White Vision somewhere, somewhere. Um, But I don't. I just don't get it. This is exactly where Wanda would have gone. Now, maybe you could argue. Well, she goes too far in this movie. Maybe, but you've never been under that stress and. Yeah. You don't know what it does to somebody and she did she wasn't all that, you know, great to begin with. She had a hard life when her parents died. She the, was kinda the character in general has never been yes. a straight good guy. Like and that's she, what the writers she, said. She has been a good guy, she has been a bad guy. It's always been a mixture of the two. The writers were asked about the negative reception to Wanda in this movie and that's it what doesn't they, make sense. they said, Look, in the comics she's not exactly, you mm. know, Captain America or anything. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And you know it she also like look where she was in WandaVision, like you expect her just to be mentally That's, that's like the best part about comics in general is like there's always at least one story or a couple where the best is the best person is always turned into a bad guy right. at some point. And it's always cool as fuck. Uh, but this one, it's a super easy thing to see Scarlet Witch being a bad person because she's been bad so many times. And she yeah. does it so well. She oh, truly, yeah. she might be the most frightening villain we've had in any MCU movie. I got chill. There's she's the one terrifying. point where she like, Sees the like the weak person holding the shield up, and all of a sudden it just like yeah they take the music away. Yeah, it's she like comes up behind Ultron, him and it? just says, uh-huh. "Run!" She, like, whispers in their yeah. ear. I chills. Like, and then when just, she uses the puddles and the mirrors to yeah, go, yeah, yeah, that, that whole she uses the mirror dimension with the yeah, puddles. She comes through that scary. gong and she's like breaking herself back. I in. Mean, like it looked like it looked like Juwan or the Grudge. Like it was pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. I'm like. How do people not like this? Uh, and then, like, I, I I really do think this movie is almost spiritually uh, Evil Dead fucking four. Uh, and I think, it is. I think that's why so many people hate it is because they don't like Sam Raimi. They don't like Evil Dead movies. Uh, when she is dreamwalking and you can see her, con- like, you, the camera is the consciousness. Like, that is a straight Evil Dead yeah. from the 80s fucking trick. And Those it, of you that don't know, Sam Raimi, who directed Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3 with Tobey Maguire... Uh, back in the 80s, he directed an Evil Dead trilogy. Uh, the last one's Army of Darkness, but um, with Bruce Campbell, who appears in this movie cameo, very funny cameo. Um, that's his style. It's kind of, it's not like straight, like dark, serious horror all the time. It's kind of got a weird, dark sense of humor it's to like it. It's um, disturbing, but funny. Yeah. It's, it's different. He's got his own voice. And I will say the first, what, 30, 40 minutes of the movie, I think anyone off the street could have directed that. Right. Uh, but then it becomes very much Sam Raimi, and I agree. It is Evil Dead 4. Feige was trying to hold in. As Raimi's like, you can't contain my power. <laughs> um, but it feels like, especially Zombie Strange, I mean, that whole fight, 
people dude. complain about the music and stuff. I'm like, that seems like a total Sam Raimi thing to do. Like, the makeup and everything, he almost looked like fucking Bruce Campbell. Like, <laughs> he kind of did. He really like, fucking did. We just transported Bruce Campbell from the 80s and just had him do this scene. The music fight I could have done without, but the uh, spirit the spirit cloak or the cloak of spirits? I, I call it the cloak of the damned. Cloak it, it of the damned. That, that sounds was it, cool. Yeah. That's it what it looked like. That was awesome. That was, was awesome. awesome. Like, that was... Um, You're the mystical supreme. And <laughs> oh, yeah. One thing I was worried about when going into this movie was that the trailer showed way too much, but they kept the biggest surprise out of it. Uh, um, I disagree. It, for me, uh, this yeah, is just yeah, yeah, yeah. the biggest surprise being... You're talking about the cameos? Yeah. But... Well, they... like, But they the first thing they showed um, Patrick Stewart... Uh, they, if you they, hadn't known that... I think that would have been the biggest surprise for a lot of people. Yeah. That, Not I agree, but I'm just saying getting ready to say, but, but there was like the whole going into I'm like, oh well we kinda know what's going on. But they didn't show that Wanda was this bad. And they no. didn't show uh, I just thought there was an evil Doctor yeah. Strange and an evil Wanda in this, and then we had the good ones having to battle them. That's we, what I thought was we could happen. have easily assumed because we knew that they shared the same amount of screen time. Well, I knew uh, she was gonna be a the, big part. The only time yeah. that two people <laughs> share the is, the villain, is when right? one is the villain. <laughs> yeah, and we, it never wrong. It, it never clicked. Yeah. Well, well, I thought it was gonna be like a buddy sorcerer <laughs> witch movie. We're like, oh, we got to team up together to fight the evil oh, versions of ourselves. How wrong we were. We were wrong, but well, when they turned and they said yeah. they, you know, they so Doctor Strange is he, he's, yeah, he's, in he's the put Ill- in this like cage, and then they like, hey, it's time to see the Illuminati. So they take him. And of course, you see the Ultron bots. Uh, you yeah. see yeah, they, the Ultron bots. They uh, show Peggy Carter as Captain Carter. She's they so show nice. yes. Uh, they show Black Bolt, who is the, the black, the yeah. same actor from, from black the TV God, series, Bolt with a <laughs> comic God, accurate. Um, yeah, it, is, it, I thought he looked good. Yeah, it looked awesome. Uh, then they show uh, what was Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah, Captain I forget, Marvel. I forget her name. Rambo. Rambo. Yeah, I, I, her first name. Which I don't remember. Monica. Could have done without. Yeah, Monica. Monica is the daughter from WandaVision. Oh. This is her mom from Captain Marvel movie. That was the mom. That's the mom. Oh, okay. From the Captain Marvel movie. Her her friend. Okay. And then they say the smartest man in the universe, which was my favorite. You see a blue uh, beam come up, and there is Mister Fantastic, John Krasinski. Jim Halpert. He looked really good. He looked yeah. awesome. The costume looked fucking awesome. Uh, they went with the beard. That's uh, so he looks like the older, more it, wise. And they, if, assuming, now we don't know when they do this, if he's going to be the Reed Richards. I hope he is, and I hope he has you the beard. You have to be. The writer, he needs yeah. to be. The writer for Fantastic Four, one of the co-writer, has said, we do not know who is our Mr. Fantastic is. I think is. they're pulling Andrew Garfield. I think they're lying through their teeth. Yeah. You have to sign like a when contract. When did he say this? He, uh, let me find it. No one no, would sign like a contract it. for like a thirty, <laughs> like a thirty-second deal. You know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I guess you could say that Foggy's doing it as fan service because all the fans over the last what year or two have been, oh, we want Krasinski. I think they're already making the toys in the factory. I think Krasinski yeah. is your Reed Richards, but I'll tell you this: I don't think Emily Blunt's going to be your Sue Storm. No, I think that's too. They don't do that much fan service for fans, so I think Krasinski is him. I don't know who Sue Storm's going to be, but. Regardless, I thought he was awesome. He sounded intelligent. Yeah. Seri- not that he can't do that, but I always picture Jim Halpert. I thought he did a great job. The CGI that they use for his stretching. No, I'm not crazy about his yeah, power he, set. But he delivered the lines well. Yeah, but I believe Reed when Richards he says is, stuff. Uh, nobody likes Fantastic Four for their powers. Yeah, yeah. we really. They're just the first family of Marvel. That's yeah. why everybody loves. He them is more. the smartest man in the Marvel universe, yeah, pretty and much. he delivered it 
And Very I believed well. it. Yeah. Uh, and then right after that, we get somebody rolling in or hovering in or whatever. <laughs> it was we a little hovercraft. Uh, Patrick Stewart. The as, yellow chair itself. Yeah, the, and they play oh the, gosh, the theme awesome. songs from the yeah. 90s cartoon do, do, just in, do, do, do. without the guitar part. Um, yeah, they blew this. I mean, how much cooler would that have been if you had no idea he was in this movie? First of all, after uh, Mr. Fantastic, you figure that's the Illuminati. That's it. And then when he rolls in, it would have blown your mind. Yeah. yeah. We didn't think we'd see any of the X-Men actors I do wish back. they would have kept that out of the trailers. Why would you do that? I don't I, understand that. I Anybody that was going to see that movie was going to see it. I'm anti-trailer, anti-teaser. I don't want to go back to the 80s trailers, but yeah, you're. I see what you're saying. Just you should if you want if you want to be excited and want to enjoy, enjoy a movie these days, you just try to avoid everything as possible, like as much as possible. Generally, the first trailer you, you're okay to watch because it's such a teaser; they don't tell you anything about the story. It's any subsequent trailer, TV spot. That's where they spoil stuff. It's just anymore now. You have uh, 35 million people watching it at one time. Look, going through every frame, picking out every little arm and eyeball they see. It's like, yeah. oh, this is fucking Deadpool. Because you can see his, the right side of his face over here. Uh-huh. Just Which, like, well, how I'll, cool was the Avatar thing? Because they only put it in theaters for that for at least the first yeah. week. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's the thing. I may not watch another Avatar trailer because I'm afraid they're going to spoil when stuff. When does Thor comes out in June? July. July? July. Yeah, I, I'm going to do, that's, I'm yeah, gonna do, do my best. Do I even bother not watching Why them? would you watch anymore? You want to watch the movie. There's yeah. no point to watch the trailer. I know... The big parts that happen. I don't mind like, the teasers. I just yeah. I hate the trailers. Well, we watch just, the trailers because they just keep going too far. And then the TV spots got. I think yeah. they gave even worse. Like the week before the movie. Uh-huh. But we watch the trailers because we're excited about the movie and we want to see images from it. But I agree. If it's something like if I knew Man of Steel two was coming out, do I need to watch the trailer? I'm going to see that. I don't care what I see in that trailer. I'm going to see that movie. So why, like you said, why watch it? I'm going to go see it. Right. You watch, I think trailers are more, at least not now, but they used to be important to see if, huh, I didn't know about that movie. I think I want to see it, or I heard right. about it. I exactly. didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, and that's not what they are anymore. Now, they basically, they spoil everything. I don't know who does the trailers. I don't think Avatar will get spoiled, because I think James Cameron will probably have a Trailers spoil that, everything. Uh, so do toys and toy lines. Yes, uh, that stuff gets spoiled a lot of stuff, too. Yeah. That didn't get leaked. Or I, it probably could have gotten leaked in the 80s and 90s, but where were you going to post it at? There was no internet to say, hey, look at this. I work in a warehouse, and look what we got. It was just like TV, or not TV ads. Some TV, but most of them was, uh, you get the Saturday morning cartoons, and they were uh, inserted in. The or sometimes some of those movie magazines would have little scoops like, hey, uh, we don't know what this is, but yeah. a fan sent it in. What do you think that picture is? But now it's Behind so easy to get information. Gore the, the God Butcher. Yeah, how did it feel when you got killed in the third scene of? <laughs> shut up! It's way, <laughs> way too to easy to spoil stuff now, and that, I mean, like I tell everybody with the technology and the way the world is now, you got to take the good with the bad, and that's one of the bads that we have. If you're into movies and this kind of pop culture stuff, you're going to get spoiled. It's just going to happen mm-hmm. unless you just shut yourself off from social media entirely. Like, and do they need like uh, stuff like Cloverfield and stuff like that has proved to the world that you don't need really in-depth marketing to make people flock to the movie. You just need something watch. intriguing in the trailer. Yeah. Hmm. Make them go, hmm. Just like the song says. Mm-hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. hmm. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> but I will say something I'm like... <laughs> Dylan had such a straight, just not... Yeah, no. he looked like he was tearing <laughs> off like, I'm <laughs> deep in thought by Jack Handy. Mm. But like <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, that trailer played before. Like, I like the original Top Gun. I'm yeah. born in the 80s, so, you know, I love that stuff. Um, 
That's but a movie I mean, more in the 80s that's a movie too, you can't really like. It doesn't really matter if it's spoiled, yeah, but, you know. But we're right. Well, so I mean, still, if a main character to a dies, point, to a look. point. But that was a movie I, I'm like, I don't care about this movie. But I watched the trailer. Guess what? It turned me around. I'm like, now this is not up there with Thor or Avatar. But I'm like, I think I want to see that movie. And that's what trailers should do. They should yeah. get you interested. You don't have to tell me huge plot points. You don't have to spoil secret characters. You don't need to do that to get me to go see the movie. If your movie's any good, you shouldn't have to. Yeah, I don't even need to see the villain. Like with Thor: Love and Thunder, I've already seen the Marvel Legend toy of how he looks, and he does not look like he looks in the comics, and it makes me very upset. I hate he his looks, new look. He anyway. looks very Christian Bailey. Yeah, just he doesn't have. He's supposed to be like Voldemort and not have a nose, and he's supposed to have like <laughs> tentacles in the back of his head, yep. and it, he has nothing. He looks like a human, and it's it like, looks are like you a gray Christian? Fucking, Bale. Yeah. Now yeah. I've and seen he's gonna stuff. Go, Where though, is she? Maybe we'll get. Lo- don't say that. <laughs> Maybe we'll get lucky and they just haven't finished the CGI on his face. I mean, I think it'll be the best. Oh, of course looking, you do. We're looking at the, the next best Marvel movie. I don't know. You're going to take the place of Thor Ragnarok, huh? Yeah, it will. Uh, as long as they keep... They need to limit the amount that the Guardians are in it. I, I don't hate the Guardians, but I'm sick of them at this point. Now, I know <laughs> it's the first trailer, but from what I piece together from the trailer, he gets in shape and they're... The Guardians are fighting in that first act, and he shows up in shape, and they defeat the bad guy, and I think they leave after the mm-hmm. first act. And I, I think after that. I, I'm, I'm tired of them already. Well, I don't even know if he... Uh, and then this year we have the holiday the special Looks and... Like he leaves. We have the holiday special and Guardians 3. So, I mean, we're going to get Guardians think out. Ho- isn't the holiday special Guardians 3? Isn't that no. the holiday special? They're, it's separate. No, it's a separate thing. Oh, it's like okay. a, okay. They just filmed it all at the same time. Yeah, we've also got the Groot uh, um, series. But I don't mind them showing the Guardians in the trailer. What I don't think that... I don't know how we get off of the tangent. We'll return to Doctor Strange <laughs> shortly. Um, <laughs> is Jane Foster. They should not have shown her in the trailer. I mean, we've read the... Con- we know she was going to be in it. Uh, but I'd say that, what, 80% of the audience probably had no idea she was going to be in it. What if you would have just show stopped it. at the uh, Mjolnir being caught by the hand and just stopped there? I would have I done that, but that would have been in the last trailer. Not the very first trailer. You show it. Yeah. It shows somebody catching it, and then show Thor being like, "What the fuck?" So I think this all started with the, the them revealing too much in the trailer. Yeah, that's where we're going. With so the Civil Illuminati. War. I oh, think yeah. that's, Civil War. Civil that War is where now they started. to your regularly scheduled yeah. programming. When they showed <laughs> Spider Man. Psych. When they yeah, showed Spider, that's showed when Spider-Man. I think that they started doing and too much. Batman v Superman never should have shown Doomsday or Wonder or Woman. Wonder Woman yeah. for that matter. Um, um, Civil War is among the most disappointing Marvel movies. I don't know if it's disappointing. I think it's underwhelming. It's got some of the best fights. It's, it's not the... I didn't say it was the worst movie. I said it's the most disappointing. Yeah, it's a good movie, right? Yeah. It like, is. It is a better movie than fucking Thor Dark World. But well, there's a lot of them that are better than that. I wasn't really disappointed by Thor Dark World. It, it is what it is. See, I yeah. was because I love the first movie so much. Uh, Civil War, that was like my favorite comic book story like ever in and history. It's really very loose. And they with, wrapped it up in like an hour and a half of yeah. like... Eh. Really, it should have been a two-parter, and the big fight scene at the airport should have ended part one, uh-huh. and then part two should have been nothing but the very close-knit Bucky, right. uh, Steve, and You could almost did a whole Man. trilogy off of... Yeah. Off you of could it. have, but I feel like Winter Soldier could have been a two-parter, too. Mm-hmm. Got more of Bucky's... And like, you reveal Bucky at the end of part one, and then you go into part two. And they stole from Captain America they to, big to, time. to make... Big Civil War. Like it wasn't a Captain America movie. He's the only yeah. character that got kind of gypped in one of his movies where it's like, it, it was your movie. Like, you were probably the lead, 
but there was like a, at least one co-lead, mm-hmm. and then another super important character. Then oh yeah, all the other Avengers too, <laughs> except for Thor and Hulk. Yeah, it wasn't really about him. So I do feel kind of bad, and everybody praises that. Like for most people, that's a top five, top three MCU movie. I really? just, I don't know. I just think it's kind of a mid-tier movie. Yeah. And really, the airport fight scene is great for the size, the scope. But is it really that great of a fight scene? The mm-hmm. Ant-Man stuff is the best part in that whole fight, I mm-hmm. think. The Spider-Man Falcon Winter Soldier, I really like that part. I just like the line. It's got a couple funny lines. That's why I remember it. If it didn't, I probably would have forgotten it. I just like the infight. The yeah. infight is the best. Is guess awesome. what? Personal stakes, right? There's like something Very on the personal. line here. Not he life and death mom. necessarily. But, like, you know, yeah. you yeah. Could, And we all get Bucky was under the influence, but if that was you guys and that was still your mom and, and you were Dylan, wearing a suit Dylan killed my mom yeah. even though he was brainwashed, I'm probably still going to hold a grudge. Even though yeah. I don't want to, I understand it intellectually. Yeah. You can't help it. But you, And you had all these weapons and gadgets to do so? Hell yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I love that part of the movie. That's the best part of it. Bucky should have been Captain America. Agreed. <sighs> How long is this podcast going to be? <laughs> Boom. Of course, we all agree. Sam so. Wilson's better as Falcon. Bucky should have been Cap. They say, well, he killed too many. Ah, you tell me Sam Wilson or Steve Rogers didn't kill people when they were in the war? Sam Wilson yeah. literally he, shot people on the... Captain America in Winter Soldier. Nazis. Like, I hope he killed them. Well, I, yeah. yeah. I'm not dogging people for killing people okay? in war. Are you okay? I'm not. I didn't, I didn't hit you yeah. too hard, did I? Guys say, how many bases did he blow up? So right. maybe I... Because they were Nazi Hydra... Like, speaking uh, of, like, yeah. Captain America, like, the the newest version got cut in fucking half by yeah. her own shield. Yeah, Cap Carter. <laughs> so imagine what that did And now to, we're back to Dr. Imagine Strange. what they did to Nazis in 1942. Yeah. You know? uh, but speaking of her, I liked her. I would yeah. I would watch a movie of her. First of all, I really like Haley Atwell. She's a very personable. Very I did see I, I did do see a, a thing where they were talking about maybe making a a miniseries. Yeah, like yeah. A show do a six episode Disney Plus. Yeah, that would be awesome. Six yeah. episodes. It didn't yeah. have to be anything huge. I don't know if they're going to do it. Would it, do great right now with the women scale. empowerment. I like the character. Yeah. I like the jetpack. Uh, I really the do. I really I really do hate seeing the like the British flag on the shield. It kind of like I don't know makes my. Patriotism USA. flare up. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, it's an alternate you universe. I don't bastard. Mind Just call her Captain uh, Britain. But it, What's uh, so hard about that? Because it's not Captain Britain. It can be in that universe. It can be a version. I know it's not, but why not just call her that? Just simplify it. Call her she, Captain Britain. Technically, at that, that point, she's not from Britain. She's fr- American. Yeah, she totally sounded American. I'm not saying that no. she's. I'm not saying that she's not from Britain originally. I'm Even saying in the that what she's. If she's British. But we're looking at her for, as if she's from Captain America. I'm not saying First what Avenger. they did. I'm saying what they, they screwed up. They shouldn't have done that. She should have been because Captain They're Britain. leaving the door open, hopefully, for Henry Cavill to be Captain Britain. Henry Cavill's not going to be Captain Britain. But I, I do He's think it was cool. Hercules, probably. But it, it does. It was a total just, uh, they wanted to make a cool scene. Yeah. Because there's no reason uh, a Captain variant of any kind should be on the Illuminati. No. There's no reason. Well, um, we talked about this. They need a moral compass. And, and that I understand why they did it. Like I don't hate it the way you hate it. I get that's why they put her on there. Yeah. But I agree in general what the Illuminati is in the comics. Yeah, you don't like, have a captain. It's like it's like geniuses. It. It's like a group of geniuses that all got together to fix the. the well, not only that, problems. but they're Illuminati. They're the smartest people. They're going to have to make immoral decisions. Right. That's they're, the whole point of them. But I also like if they're that smart, 
actually, I think it kind of makes sense to put a Captain America. Uh, he's a brilliant tactician. He sees things from a different viewpoint than they do. They're that smart. They're like, well, we need different. We need a different viewpoint in case so we you're, get you're control. looking at it more Ke- of a military kind of a, leader. Like it checks and balances too, is it on themselves? So they don't go to they. Yeah, you're right. They got to make immoral decisions at times. The tough, the hard decisions. But it's good to have somebody that you know is probably looking at things completely different than. I feel like having a moral tactician. compass would defeat the whole purpose of the council. Like it was morally wrong to that. send Bruce Banner to fucking uh, uh, yeah, stars. And they like, paid the price. That was a terrible decision. But if and if they would have had Captain America on there, he'd he'd probably been, said, "Hey, we can't do that. Yeah, this is stupid." And they'd have been can't like, do that to Bruce, it's yeah, you're wrong. You're, you're voted off the council, sir, because <laughs> we've all decided this." But that would also smart. be if they did that comics or movie. That's a compelling storyline because then when Hulk comes back to destroy him, you know they all look over at Cap and he's like, "Yeah, see, I told you." Head, like, what did I tell you? Just that, uh, I don't know. There's reason for people being in certain groups. But I do like, see your point of view, and you're right. In general, had I been making this movie, I would never have thought to put a Captain America variant on the Council of the Illuminati. It just doesn't a, make a poor choice. It, poor. They should have. If it was me, I would have put a Black Panther variant on there uh, just so you could shoe in uh, a, a new, new Black Panther. A new Black Panther. It would have been a nice little segue for him. Post-incursion. But they say they don't want to do another. They said they... they originally, when he died, they said they wouldn't be recasting, but they yeah. were going to carry on with Black Panther 2. That's oh. what they said. That's what Feige and Marvel and Disney said. So, but irrelevant. So, I do like that uh, they played the theme. I like that uh, Professor X, he did it like in the comics. You see the little waves go out mm-hmm. when he goes into Wanda's puts mind. His, puts his yeah, hands in his temples. It was awesome. Um... I do think they ruined that cameo, but and some people are dogging on this scene too. They don't like, like whoa, just the scene for cameos wasn't even that good. Now we do know that about a year before this, they did a test screening of this movie and it didn't test real well, so they did a bunch of reshoots. I have a feeling just when you watch that scene, I'm not saying it's another ten minutes, but I think there's more to that scene than what we saw. There could have been a lot more. To we're gonna get a, cut. we're gonna get a Raimi cut. No, I don't think we're ever gonna see. Uh, a Raimi cut because you know why? Because Disney owns it all, and Disney's not about to let anything out that they don't want out. Just imagine if Raimi had more creative control over this. With hey, like I'm surprised they gave him what they gave. One him. million more pounds of or gallons of blood, uh, a couple more zombies, lots yeah, more skeletons. If, if it would have been his choice, it would have been blood, not the oil from mm-hmm. the Ultron bots. Although I'm surprised at how many people think it's blood online. Yeah. Well, it's when she's covered in blood, like I'm pretty sure that's not blood. Yeah, no, it's they made it. I thought it was her own blood. Well, I thought it was originally, but the more they kept showing it, I'm like, I don't think that's blood. Well, yeah, as I said, there's tones where you can see it's kind of a brownish-black color. Which and, blood uh, does look like it when it dries. It probably it is long. blood. It was just edited to look less like It could blood. be. Originally, it may have been blood, mm-hmm. and then they like, we got a color grade. It's a Raimi out. film. Like, there's going to be blood in it. Because like, they, uh, they might not, have, at the beginning, it might not have been the Ultron bots either. Could have been people. absolutely correct there. You could almost make a documentary and call it There Will Be Blood. Oof. The Doctor Strange 3, there will be blood. Speaking of how she looked, the jump scares in this yeah. were awesome. Um, yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah. Like, people complain about that scene, right? Like, oh, you didn't need it. But the fight scene that ensues is a pretty great the fight, fight scene. fight scene was badass. Right? Yeah. It showed really how scary and powerful Wanda is. Because these were not, ch- other than Mr. Fantastic, he's great <laughs> for being a leader, being so smart, but his actual powers, whatever. Rubber. The Black Bolt very flexible? One. Black Bolt was awesome. showed, like... Holy shit. Can we say real quick, when he kills Doctor Strange, 
Yeah. I love that they showed what his power. They didn't just talk about it. Oh, he would kill you if he talked. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's that look like? Well, we got to see. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. And it like yeah. echoes. Sorry, sorry. Then, oh, just obliterates. And he doesn't him. say it like. Yeah, he just says, I'm sorry. Just <laughs> And that would be a great step if we ever did the World War Hulk. You can uh, see just what it does when yeah, he screams. I want to hear you whisper. I want to hear you scream. Yeah. And just grabs him by the face. Uh, it's so awesome. But Black Bolt's death. <laughs> when, it's like, you know, you don't want him to talk or whatever. Well, how's he going to talk without a mouth? It reminded me of the Matrix, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You're unable to speak. Yeah. Um, and it just like caves in well, the side I, of his well, head. I instantly thought like, oh, is he, hopefully he doesn't do anything. And then just, uh, oh, couldn't cool. do anything. Yeah, he panics and watches. Oh, this. Yeah. And then uh, Captain Marvel, we dog on that character a lot as a, you know, a fan base. But this one, she's super powerful, which... And she's kind of an asshole. Yeah, a but little bit. She's like a physical fight, so I don't get why Wanda had the toughest time with her. Uh, Professor X should have lasted longer, in my estimation. That's the fight that Which should have been. Which it could have been what they, cut, some of what they cut out. It could have been. He could have had a really bad death. They're like, we can't. We can't show him. Out of anyone in the this. whole Marvel Marvel repertoire, like Professor X is the only one capable of stopping her. Like the in, fight my, in my opinion. I haven't read that much, but... Well, she held, in, in the comics, she held Professor X hostage in his own mind. Mm-hmm. Right. Trying to find the answers to, I, I think maybe is finding your children, and that's cool. Yeah. They could have done something like that, but go ahead and have the fight unfold as it does. Like even when he's in that dream world and she takes him, but doesn't kill him there. Kills everybody the way she does, which is fine because it's really awesome. And then after she smashes Captain Marvel, then Professor X comes back in, and then we get the real battle between them. And have uh, it go for a little bit. Like have like I didn't like that. Uh, Professor X goes into the Dreamwalker uh, Wanda's mind, and there uh, it is all affected on his physical strength. Yeah, I don't get that either. That is the complete opposite of what Professor... Like, he would just go in there and just lift the mountain with his mind because that is his power. Like, oh, now I'm dependent on my arm strength, even though I'm a 90-year-old man. Oh, I can't seem to pull you out. It's like, what is going on? I thought that too at the time. Yeah, and the I just walk-in made sense because okay, in his mind, he's not going to be in a wheelchair. He's going to take his disability away. But yeah, why not lift the stone? Well, I know why. As a writer, it was like, oh, we can't just let him come in here and get her out of there. We, what are we gonna well, do? he could like but grabbed they, her, and he, you know, he was about to win, and all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, I don't get what was so difficult. You have him lift the rock, make it look easy for him. Yeah. Like, oh, I, you know, oh, yeah. she's going to get her and out. All of a sudden, and then they turn around, and boom, there she is. Yes. She should have been like held on by something, or somebody pulling her back, or yeah. something. Like, see a glowing eyes, but like, pulling him back. What I feel like they, they just went out of their way to make him look weak. Like, we know he's weak. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> like, freaking Captain Britain, Mar- uh, America, whatever you want to call her. Captain she Limey. put up a better fight against Wanda than Professor X did. Than yeah. all of them combined, I feel like. Maybe Captain Marvel might have had a little bit. She went for a bit, too. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I really don't like how uh, she was uh, destroyed, either. Like she just got taken crushed out by rocks by a, by a giant statue. Like, how, isn't she more powerful than that? The others were killer? cool. Black Bolt, his death was fucking badass. Yeah, uh, Mister Fantastic, he got turned into threads. Uh, Captain yeah, uh, Limey got <laughs> cut in half. That's uh, her new name. But then uh, Professor X got his neck snapped, and then uh, Rambo got collapsed. Off. And I don't mind having Professor X get his neck snapped, but let yeah. that fight go a little bit, and you think, oh wow, he is more powerful than her, and that's when she, you know, does one of those. And Snaps his neck. That would have been cool. What if they would have had uh, who's the uh, who played the young Professor X, uh, James McAvoy? Yeah. What if they would have had him? 
be in the mind. Oh, that would have been cool. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not an old man. I'm a, mm. I'm in yeah, my I'm prime a, yeah. with nice. hair. That could have been different. To work them both in there, right? Yeah. Uh, I would cool. like that. That's yeah. a good hindsight. Makes the fight, the physical or fight, a little bit better. Maybe yeah, they thought about better. that too, and they're like, "We couldn't get McAvoy. He was already on a movie." Maybe. And it would have been cool if instead of a neck snap, uh, he got like trapped in his own mind, like you said, uh, that happened. Yeah. Uh, like, and he just kind of like went like started having like a seizure, and he just died. There, there are better ways that fight between those two could have gone. I thought that was definitely the weakest part of that whole scene. Yeah. I just feel like uh, Wanda with the others with the first three. That's it was like she gave them a fitting end according to who they were, and then as they went on, it kind of got less and less fitting. Yeah. But she definitely she's the Jason Voorhees, the Michael Myers of that scene. Dude, just yeah, unstoppable. She's, just she's keeps a coming. slasher with the red eyes and the he's like slouching. Yeah, just kind of like. It's running, so creepy. Running without her arms. Sexy and creepy all at the same just time. Tearing through the metal doors. Like, <laughs> what could stop her? Insane. Like, nothing yeah. could stop this person. It does uh, seem kind of ridiculous that she was stopped by water, though. Like, she turned Black Bolt into Black Bolt without a mouth. Like, she can turn water into whatever she wanted. Yeah, but I think they definitely use that stuff just as a temporary, like, yeah, see, it stopped her. Oh, no, it didn't. She overcame it, but... Some of that stuff is Which it even now I could see why she wouldn't be dead. Yeah, see, I, yeah. D- I don't buy it. And ah. I don't think, I mean, I think they know the fans are not. I think idiots. the poof was her jumping out mm-hmm. from the rubble. Yeah, could have been. Or creating some kind of force field where it didn't actually crush her and she'll wait till everybody leaves and gets out. But I don't, I will say this if she's alive, I don't think you can make her the villain again. She was no. such a big bad in this movie. It's just kind of treading the same water if you make her a, another a villain again. But you can't have her trusted. You right. have to like have she's always her on the outskirts. To, yeah. Always trying to win back trust. Like you always. I, I don't think she'll be an Avenger ever again. No. Always kind of stepping in when it's really super bad and they need her. And they don't ask her, but she steps in and helps. And then retreat like, I'm out. Elizabeth then, Olsen has said multiple times, she goes, I want to be part of the X-Men. I want Scarlet Witch to be in be that cool. movie. And that may be the Avengers turn her away. And the X Men take her in, which is right? the the only I don't want to say disappointment because I did like the movie, but uh, and I, I didn't really have hope that our idea was going to happen. <laughs> but there was a small part of me that thought that the X Men are going to be a part of us after this movie. I thought it was going to be a post credit scene. I'll be honest with you. <sighs> I thought it was going to be the last post credit scene. It was just going to all of a sudden you were going to see not one the last credit scene. That yeah, we well, had. which is a funny credit scene, but I didn't want to see it through the credits for that. Yeah. But um, I thought it was going to be one of the X Men. Just roaming down the street, like, how did I get here? You know, it's like, yeah, yeah. they're here. So now, with the X Men, do we do we think that they're just in the universe? Because if they're saying that all these people are in every multiverse, that means that there is a Professor X, there is a Black Bolt. But are they, is they a, have any powers in this universe? Right, right. If so they bring them in, they're not gonna. They're obviously not in the six one six to what we are in that we know of. Uh, they've never no been way. announced, never been shown. Um, but now, if they're in the eight three eight when it collides, then maybe they can bring them in. And I think well, they never what said do. what the, if it was the eight three eight that collided. Well, either that's way, that's the one that they're in. When yeah, but at the post credit scene, she just says that there was a, a inclu- in, true in, an incursion. You've caused incursion. an incursion. Yeah, and she word. rips open the. D- but uh, I agree. I still think that's how they're doing it. I think one universe is colliding another, and we're get, that's how we're getting the X Men. Um, Will you be disappointed if it's not, and they're just there? Because then the question is, to a point, because I don't mind if the characters are there, but 
you can't tell me they've had powers this whole time. They've been watching they all the events. I just feel like they're wasting the multiverse thing. Like, with all these terrible things that have happened, like uh, Chadwick Boseman dying, or not having the X Men, or them just getting the rights to Spider Man and to and to the X Men, like and all this, like they can fix it with an easy uh, plot point of the incursion and multiverse. Like just fucking smash them together. Say this was in this one, this was in that one, and how to smash together. Now you don't have, have to be a good writer, right? right. Like yeah. it's right there for you. Just take what you want to do. Ta-da! We have magical just, yeah, Black this Panther is the new again. Six one six. Now I think Feige has come. At least somebody told me. Don't quote me on this, everybody. That Feige had said they weren't doing Secret Wars, but all the YouTube quote unquote scoopers or whoever you want to call them that I watch, all of them are saying that they're they're leading to Secret Wars. This is not the end of the multiverse. This whole phase is all about multiverse mm. to get to Secret Wars. And eventually narrow it all down into one universe again, kind of like the way. Uh, well, this phase four is all about tragedy. I mean, everything. Well, the whole thing is tragic. But I mean, like the other ones were all leading up to Thanos, right? Yeah. This is all leading up to Secret Wars, and multiverse plays a huge role in that. So it's not the end of multiverse stuff that we're going to see. Yeah. We're going to see more of it. Now, how big of a role? I don't know. But uh, so we'll see if any of that ac- is actually true. Um, I hope it's Secret Wars. Of course, it'll be the one from what fifteen, sixteen. It won't be the original one from the eighties. And just to throw this out there, uh, the person that controls that world after they all collide into one is Dr. Doom. Yeah. So, you know, I think we have to get a, a Fantastic Four movie before that, though, because... I think we'll get a Fantastic Four movie before we get uh, Secret Wars. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but uh, I think Doom will be the next big bad. Either I that agree. or it'll be a three-pronged big bad. Since they can't do one singular big one, I think it'll be Dr. Doom, Dormammu... And Galactus. I think it's going to be something similar, but I think Dr. Doom's not going to be your main villain, apparently. I think he's going to be the back door where they're going to focus so much on the Galactus or Dormammu, and then at the end, it was kind of like it was Agatha the whole time. Huh. It was Dr. Doom the whole time. Well, I think uh, it kind of solves the problem sense. of, like, uh, plot holes of, like, what they, the problems they had with, like, Thanos, that they, you know, had to write Hulk as weaker, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because uh, you have... Dormammu for all your casters and spiritual people. Uh, You have Doctor Doom for all your super intelligent and uh, technology people. Then you have Galactus for your brute strength people. Your Thors and your Hulk. Everybody will have their uh, antithesis. And Uh, if they do it that way, I'm told because that totally makes sense. I would be happy that way too. Uh, I do think with the end credit scene. uh, uh, I mean, we've obviously spoiled it. The end credit scene. Charlize Theron, who is awesome. uh, Mm comes in she is clea uh who in the comics is uh dormammu's niece uh and she ends up in some of the parts as being dr strange's or stephen strange's wife uh they're not technically married in like the 80s comics but they're like clearly a love interest right uh they they have like uh interdimensional wedding bands basically uh but she is dormammu's niece at some point she becomes the ruler of the dark dimension when dormammu gets kicked out so uh, I think this does confirm at least Dormammu for uh, number three. Which they teased in the first movie, but he wasn't really the main villain in that uh-huh. movie. They just yeah. a little cameo, if you want to call it that. I agree. I think because there's only going to be so many Doctor Strange solo movies you're going to do. Right. So at some point, you got to introduce his main villain. You have to in- introduce him, and I think they're going to introduce probably all the other uh, Strange, like magic users in the next one. Like magic. Uh, I think he's going to take all of them to defeat. Mr. Uh, Voodoo Man or whatever. and. Yeah, I, I can see that. I think it'll be awesome. It would be good. Um, so we bring up Secret Wars. I 
didn't find any articles that actually Kevin Feige just is wondering where the rumor is coming from. Okay, well, somebody had said that, so I wasn't sure. Um, The Russo brothers have been quoted saying that they don't want to direct any other movies unless it is Secret Wars based. So, and hmm. you are looking like Andrew Garfield right now with your all your tall hair. Yeah, I, need to get I a knew you out. loved Andrew Garfield. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I need to get a haircut. Um, but yeah, and what does that tell you? Let's see. Yeah. The Russo brothers have directed Endgame, Infinity War, War Civil War, Civil and War. Winter Soldier. Yeah, why do so many directors form up in uh, sibling groups? The Wachowski brothers, and they are brothers. DB Wise and his other uh, counterpart. They're brothers? No, but basically. <laughs> they're, bro- they're, they're, basically. they're brothers in failure. Oh, well, so with that wrong there. bit of information, I think we talked about it a little bit, but where do you want Kevin Feige and the MCU to go? Where do you want them to take this? Do we want just Secret Wars? Do we want certain characters to be shown? Do we well, I'll want be honest. I'm not so worried about where the end game to come is, back. so to speak. Uh, I'm not worried. You did there. Like with the other one, I was I wanted to see where it went because Thanos was an interesting character, and they've mm-hmm. been teasing him so long. That's what I wanted. This I'm more interested in individual movies. Like I'm interested in what X Men is going to do. Fantastic Four is not really my cup of tea, but I do love Doctor Doom and Galactus. I'm interested in what uh, they're going to do with Hulk in this phase. I want to see Bucky, but Hopefully not something. in that god awful show. Um, I want to see. I'm more interested in characters and their own solo movies than I am the big picture of what's mm-hmm. going to happen to me in. Now, that could change with some more movies. I'm like, oh, now I want to see what happens. But, yeah. It still does not make sense why Disney just doesn't go out of their way for Hulk stuff. They went out of their way for Spider-Man stuff. Like, Hulk. I have to think they're making at least as much off Hulk, you know, percentage-wise as they did Spider-Man, the deal with Sony. He can be super successful. Like, he was, Hulk was one of the first comic book movies. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was very popular in the, the after the first Avengers movie, he was probably a lot of people's favorite Avenger. He uh, was very popular. I was to say that. he sparked Iron Man. Mm. Yeah, and he was very popular in Age of Ultron. It really wasn't until after that where you see his popularity. And you can blame it on Mark Ruffalo. I know Dylan's not a big fan. I'm either way I could give why is he not pushing for it? Like go get like a petition signed by fans or something. Uh, maybe who? Ruffalo. Ruffalo. And maybe he has pushed for it. We don't know. From behind from closed what doors, I, what he's What done. I understood was he didn't want to do a solo movie. Yeah, but he says that you say a lot of things publicly is in Hollywood that... Fuck you know, that. If I was a Hulk, I'd be like, hey, get me on there, guys. But like how hard you. Norman Reedus is pushing to be Ghost, uh, yeah. ghost Rider. Some, some ways that you do it come off well and some can come off bad for the studio. So I don't know the ins and outs of all that. But you say you make a solo Hulk movie with Universal... Let's say it doesn't make a billion, okay? Let's just say. Let's say it makes seven, eight hundred million. And let's say, uh, obviously, Marvel's Disney is not going to get all of that. They're going to get just a piece of it. Is that not better? Doesn't that also help the product that you're getting the full revenue of? If you, did a, so. if you did a solo Hulk movie and probably did, I, w- I wouldn't say go right out of the gate for it, but if you did like a World War Hulk where it was kind of like a, a No Way Home or Multiverse of Madness, like kind of pseudo team up movie. You'd, you'd easily, you know, 200, 200 million opening mm-hmm. opening weekend. Like it, w- it, would be a, would. it would be a big thing. You'd have to set that up because we're going to set it up different. We can't mm-hmm. use Planet Hulk because it's already been done. So you got to set up that storyline a little bit different. But really all you need is him to have another incident because he's already had an Age of Ultron. Professor Hulk has got to fucking go. That is the yeah. worst decision they've made. I don't mind it for a little, oh, it's a little joke here. But at the end of Endgame, he needed to revert back to Hulk Hulk. Yeah, it's... Or even Grey Hulk. I mean, something. 
Yeah. Something different. Like, it was funny in the restaurant where they're at the diner. That yeah. was funny, right? But then we got uh, he's got to be Hulk again. The best part of Hulk is he doesn't do that. He, yeah. He's not. He's, he doesn't think about stuff. But that is what's cool about it in the comics when they did it. Because, like, oh, this is different. We've had 50 right. years of this. But you, you don't want to keep doing that. I it's think it would have been better in Endgame just to have just to have Banner, and he's like, yeah, I just, he's still, we're still at odds. Right. And then when, like, the big three come out there, and they have their fight or whatever, uh, they, they're all knocked out, and here's Banner, and he, just all of a sudden, here comes the Hulk, and just rages out, so and it, they fight each other. That's what I wanted, was like, in Infinity War, was Grey Hulk takes over, he's like, oh, I'll do this. He takes over, and tries to beat Thanos, and then it's like, okay, I can't do it. And so he just is almost like a coward and crawls away. And then you have regular Hulk come in. And that's a good way to work in Grey Hulk. That way you don't got to use him like for a long time. I mean, we used him. We gave a little yeah. fan service. There's Grey Hulk for mm-hmm. you. Yep. And you're right. At the end fight, like, no, like you have okay, a huge Grey battle. Hulk, you know, come back. You're the strongest. He's like, no, no. Yeah, Thanos you have a huge physical battle in an Avengers movie, and Hulk is not a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you not focusing in on him while he's wiping people out left and right? Like, you got to be kidding me. The only other alternative for Hulk is uh, if you're not going to do solo stuff with him, uh, make him Maestro. Ooh. Yeah, and, that would and, and, and then have him be the end villain. Yeah, because you get one as a villain, right? Now make Maestro, make Hulk a villain. I was surprised they had to use him when uh, Thor went in Ragnarok. I, mm. I figured Maestro was going to show up. Instead, they stole from the Planet Hulk, which maybe that would have been better because I don't think you need to have a movie of Maestro Hulk. Um, but if you used him there, well, we get him, right? Yeah. And then like, you still have Planet Hulk in your back pocket if you want to do that. And I feel like Maestro Hulk is like one of those fan service stories, like a Superior uh, Spider-Man, uh, Superior Iron Man, you know, where it shows how badass they can be. Uh, it, it works he is in a, a cool Hulk. It works in a multiverse, right? They right. should have maybe not in this movie, but in a movie they need to go to a universe where Maestro exists, and they have to. In fact, they don't fight him to get to kill him. They have to fight him just to get away and get back to the universe because mm-hmm. they can't defeat him. That would be cool. <coughs> Actually, it'd be cool if they did a reverse in that comic where uh, Thanos has Hulk on the chain. <coughs> if you go to a universe where Maestro Hulk rules and he has Thanos on the chain, that That'd would be, be cool. pretty yeah. cool. I don't think they'll ever do that, but that would be awesome. So, before we get out of here, we got to say, what did we think about the Bruce Campbell cameo at the end? That was kind of a letdown, right? I mean, it was a funny thing. Yeah, for, it was, uh, so, anybody that hasn't seen it but you didn't care about spoilers, don't sit through all the credits for that last yeah, post. Watch movie. the middle, and then that's it. You're yeah. done. You got one, ca- you know. I mean, I love Bruce Campbell to death. I like Bruce Campbell a lot. I didn't want to sit through I five done without of credits. There could have been. They should have reversed them. Had that yeah. one be the at the beginning of the credits, and then the important one at the end, if you want people to stay. Yeah, I think they shorted him. They should they should have put him in a different role, not just like a. What if they're there. stopping the second uh, credit scene, and that's just like the whole like, okay, hey, there's not going to be yeah. one later. I'm, I doubt it. I'm kind of. I think the the credit scene thing is played out. Uh, it was cool for a while. Marvel's the only thing that does it. It, it was cool oh, for no, a while, like when it know. was like unexpected, yeah. and now it's like you you expect a good in credit scene or mid. You expect scene. it to mean something, right? Uh, I think they should either stop or make it not as uh, like how many in credit scenes out of all the Marvel movies, and there's been almost thirty of them. Do you like when you were sitting down to rewatch a movie? Like, oh, I gotta watch this in credit scene. How many? 
I, I think it was almost like just a, a ploy to get people to look at everyone. Who was it was also there. a ploy yeah. to say, look, this is what we got coming down the road without giving you a trailer because yeah. we haven't made the movie yet. But mm-hmm. here's a little here's and that, a that's kind of cool. But it's not always about like with Bruce Campbell. That's clearly that's nothing. Or the shawarma scene in Avengers. It's just a funny little thing. It doesn't mean anything. Right. The uh, but not only that, but you know, Chris Evans is all covered up because he got a beard in his movie. And yeah. it's like why why add that? Joss Whedon, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that they're they're slowly trying to say, hey, look, we're not doing post credit scenes. I think they'll always. Yeah, I think, I think they're always. I think it's a Marvel staple. But right? I think they'll have the mid credit scene. But I think the oh, post post credit. And I'd be fine with that. I don't need two post credit scenes, especially yeah. if the first one is good. Um. And I don't see the point making people sit through the theater through all the credits either. Yeah, it's already they're already getting really long with movies. Yeah, it's like just play us the one like do your little main credits before they actually scroll and then show us the little post credit scene and be done with it. Speaking of credit, we are not giving Wong Wong any yeah, credit. Wong was really like good he, in the movie. He did yeah, the really British guy job. he is. Yeah, so Wade, weird. Yeah. You guys show me that clip. He's British. It's weird. He has no accent at all. I don't Well he does, it's just a British accent. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. He like, whooped some ass in this movie. Yeah, he, he was did. really good. And I've liked yeah. him in every movie. I mean, obviously, he doesn't play a big role. He's not a main character, but uh, I enjoy Supreme. He's, he's got a major role. Well, <laughs> in uh, reality, I guess, in that universe, he does. But, um, but yeah, the, I liked him. The interaction between him and Stephen Strange were really good. Um, I'm trying to think if we missed a character. We already touched on Well, America side Shaw, note. Uh, his love interest. Love interest. Uh, yeah, Rachel McAdams. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think that's why another reason why they show Clea. It's yeah, like she won't be back. And they showed the stuff like you know him regretting stuff and saying I've loved you in every universe. So now we know that, but we don't need to bring Speaking her back. Speaking of that, that, that yeah, line was really good. Goodbye. Yeah, I don't know. It's still not as good as I love you three thousand. No, but I mean like, that's just quit comparing it to it. Uh, I think it's, it's still, better. Who's as, a, as just a baseline, if I read that line, you know, I have any context. Yeah. Uh, the Doctor I'm Strange not saying was way that better. it's not good. Without but the I'm just build up, it's way better. The reason that line works so well is because of the 10 years you've been with this character, and then that's his daughter, and that's something she had said to him. That's why that works. But yeah. just as a line, the Doctor Strange one is better. Yeah. Just as a line. But uh, I agree. In the context of the MCU, yeah. I Love You 3000, I think is a better line. Yeah. But you it, take it out of context, it doesn't in work. In the movie, uh, that line, I've loved you in every universe, or I love you in every universe, uh, t- made up for that terrible line. <laughs> oh, uh, it's... What is it with great I power? Can't even oh, remember. that's a I different can't one. Great power uh, must also come great uh, responsibility. I think it's if you want to kill me, or no, if you want to kill me oh, this time, you'll one. have to do more than kill me. <laughs> yeah, if you gotta that, kill me. You gotta kill me. That was like immediate cringe. I'm I'm not physically cringe that hard in a movie in a long time. No, I don't think it's as bad as you say. It was pretty bad. That was because a bad it, line. I don't think I think it was meant to be bad because it's supposed to be funny. Like, hey, you killed me, but I'm still here. So now you really gotta kill me. Wink, wink. But I agree, it doesn't really. It was the really only hit. time I've been sitting in the movie and went, okay. <laughs> it doesn't really hit. <laughs> but at the same time, it definitely seems like something Raimi. I don't think he wrote that line. I don't think he wrote this. Or maybe now, he wrote that I, line. I thought he wrote the, uh, uh, you're going to have to kick this witch's ass. That, that was a total Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah I, like, you can hear funny. Ash saying that, right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the line's not great, but I'm definitely not going to hold one bad line. But let's, it, it was well, like for that last... <laughs> so, so the line is, this time it's going to take more than killing me to kill, kill me. That's so bad. 
Yeah. Uh, that last fight scene, it was almost like they told Steven to sit down and they put Bruce Campbell in, <laughs> in Doctor Strange's clothes and they just made him. What if they did like a practice run through on set with Bruce Campbell? on his hand. Oh. <laughs> That's what they did like, Benedict, sit down in your chair. Uh, Bruce, let's run the scene real quick. Yeah. So Bruce runs it. That's how I want you to do it. <laughs> All right. That's how we'll do it. Because it very much felt like an Ash, Bruce Campbell, Evil Dead uh, For sure. tribute. And maybe that's what he was. He's like, look, I'm never going to make another Evil Dead. It's just Bruce Campbell's near 60 years old. This is my one chance to do it. Every time for a reboot. They're going to uh, reboot all over the they place. Did the reboot of, they did do a uh, remake of Evil Dead. Yeah, and but it's much more horror, mm-hmm. serious horror than Sam but Raimi. Wouldn't it be cool if they did it like Evil Dead 2 is cool, obviously, but Army of Darkness... As serious? As a serious horror movie. I mean, I'm not saying, but I think that's how you got to do it. If you're going to remake him, you have to, you can't do what Sam Raimi did. You have to just be serious and dark. Because Sam Raimi, everybody's like, oh, I love him, Spider-Man. Well, that's not really Sam Raimi. Those are great movies, right? But that's not the true Sam Raimi. What we got in this movie, at least the second half, that's Sam Raimi. Yeah. That's why I think the negativity was uh, so They weren't much. ready for that, right? They did not. I think the majority of Marvel fans didn't think that's what they were getting. And when they got it, I don't think they know what to do with it. They're like, See, that's why I like oh, it. I just though, don't understand it, so I don't like it. Yeah, I agree. It wasn't the colorful. It wasn't actually. Scarlet Witch should be scary. It's and a scary she was. character. And I think it had, had Sam Raimi had complete, total control and they didn't do any reshoots, I think she would have been even scarier. Yeah. I think there would have been blood. There will be blood. There would have. There, maybe there was. Maybe there was. Was that. That wasn't R-rated, was it? it Doctor Strange? Yeah. No. no, but that's also a big fan outcry I've seen. Controversy that it should have been rated R. Yeah. Like, I don't know that it should have been rated R. There's some I wish they would have allowed it to be rated R. Yeah, Disney was never going to let that happen. Yeah. They, they were. They would have allowed it to be rated R. I think it would have been a way better movie, and people would have rated it higher. Yeah, I think they wanted it rated R, and they also uh, talked about other cameos. So they talked about Tobey Maguire possibly being yeah, in there. Yeah, been thrown, they Deadpool talked about had Deadpool had been thrown out. Yeah. Um, I don't think those were ever anything. I don't think. Uh, the director, or not the director, the writer said, yes, we did talk about Deadpool. And we talked about Tony. I don't think it was ever filmed. Like, he was never yeah, upset, he goes, right? he goes, it just doesn't fit. Uh, Deadpool. Deadpool now, to Tobey Maguire might have. Yeah. You might have been able, especially after just coming off No Way Home, you might have been able to pull that off. Um, but I don't think it works with Deadpool at all. That comes out of the blue. Because I guess if you hadn't seen Xavier in the trailer, that would have come out of the blue. Too, we just don't need a comedic presence there. You need another but smart, that's what Marvel another fans genius. Th- that's what they want. Oh, I gotta have my funnies. Light and colorful. Which they had enough. I think yeah, the interaction was, between him and Wong. Yeah. Doctor Strange and Wong were very humorous in this movie. Uh, Chavez tried to be. I don't think she was all that funny. But um, but when you said that, yeah, she said a couple of things. But yeah, really, it was. I also feel much. like X Men should also be rated R. I know it's a little bit of a tangent, but oh, we talked about oh, 100%. I think they should be adult, or even though it's funny because a lot of the stuff is they're teenagers, a lot of them. But I don't know. Even when I read X Men comics, even though they're goofy like all comics are, I just always get the feeling I was reading something more serious than I was. Yeah. When I read other comics, they live in a world where everybody hates them. I feel like they're the Batman of the yeah. of Marvel, right? They need to be a little bit darker, a little bit more serious. I don't think that's what they're gonna do. Um, but it certainly worked with Logan, which doesn't mean because it worked with Logan, that's how they should all be. But I think it would work with that. Not as aggressive in the blood and things like that, but they need to be more like serious. It, yeah. Over, yeah, they need more serious overtones. More. Yeah, because it is serious. Yeah, right? because I mean, he was an alcoholic. He was dying from the uh, animantium 
poisoning him. So he, like, it was rough. And not only people, you know, being bigoted and prejudiced and stuff in the stories, but there's also, and you know how I feel about, you know, certain things in entertainment, but there's a big homosexuality con uh, uh, thing in X-Men, right? You know, I'm coming out as a mutant. That's always been a thing. So all that stuff is very serious and uh, emotional and all that stuff. It's like... I I swear to God, if they do the movies and they do the whole Iceman, uh, Jean Grey thing... Don't do that. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm done. Uh, No, Jean Grey's got too much history where she needs to be doing stuff. They need to do stuff with her right first before they worry about that. Do you guys know about that scene? Where Jean Grey is reading Iceman's mind and tells him that he is gay, yeah. and he I is not—he oh, yeah, is the new, he uh, is unaware of it. And she goes through his mind without his consent and tells him, "Like, hey, you know you're gay, right?" And yeah. he's like, "What? I had no idea." That's such a fucked up scene, like, right? Just to imagine that. Now imagine he was gay always, and she went in his mind and said, "You know you're straight, right?" Imagine uh-huh. the outcry, right? Yeah. yeah. Either way, she violated his mind, so right there, it needs to be an outcry. But then you change someone's sexual orientation without their knowledge or consent. Yeah, so I don't think they'll do that. They better not do that. I think they don't want that kind of controversy, first of all, right? Uh, They're bland. They're vanilla. They don't want – they just – we're making our funny action. I think it would would be badass to watch X-Men versus Avengers, especially now. Uh, But I do think they need to be in their own universe. If we get that, it's going to be down the road. How can you you hate the X-Men for being mutants, but – it's never hey, made sense. Spider-Man. Never made sense, <laughs> which is why when I I just almost think it works better to not mix them in. I mean, they're going to, right? Because fans want to see, I want to see Spider-Man and Wolverine. To, so it's it's coming. But I really think they work better on their own. And there's so many villains within their universe, you don't need And what if they do in. keep them as their own universe? I don't think they'll keep them as their own universe. I think they'll keep them separate with just occasionally a little bit of crossover. You won't see as much crossover, I think, with the X-Men and the rest of the MCU as you do within the MCU itself. But I don't think they'll be their own universe. But I do agree that uh, we talked about it before that this would be an easy way to do the Avengers versus the X-Men because they'd be pissed off because they killed Professor. And I agree. Story-wise, that may be the easiest way to do it. But I think emotional impact, it doesn't work as well because you don't know these X-Men characters yet. Yeah. You know what you've seen before Agreed. or what you've read, but you don't know what the MCU's doing with them. So I think the and impact is not as exist much. Yeah, anywhere. like, you know, because if you really hate all the actors or just the way they write the characters, like, you're going to be like, well, I just want to root for the Avengers. I don't care about these guys. Yeah. You know, and it could change the opposite way, but we don't know because we don't know what they're doing. But so multiverse of madness kind of opens up that because I mean they t- they don't just lightly mention incursions about how universes collide with one another and right. mix and get destroyed I mean that's clearly a setup right I mean better they're be. setting up something it better be we just don't know what that's going to be is it X-Men is it Fantastic Four do they not exist in that universe either they got to be brought in so if they have to go to like Dormammu's a dimension, right? Yeah, the dark dimension. The dark so, dimension. like, Galactus wouldn't be in there, but... He's in. He's just like a gal- like the Guardians. Yeah. He's out there. Kang wouldn't be either. Kang is in the quantum realm. Yeah. Okay. And also, uh, you who's, who's seen Eternals at this table? Beside, you, nobody can see over his hand, so you're the, oh. Dylan's the only one that hasn't seen it. So, they mentioned Celestials, right? Which they've mm-hmm. already mentioned before. We've seen one in Guardians 1 with the Power Stone, the big guy with the staff. Yeah. That's the um, first place we saw him. Uh, so and the uh, nowhere is nowhere a is ahead of a celestial. Now Galactus is not in the comics, 
But I think it's pretty clear they talk so much about Celestials. They're, they're just going to make him one because I think story-wise it streamlines it, makes it easier for fans. So he'll be a Celestial yeah. in this upcoming movie. So he's I think he already exists in this universe. But what I didn't think about was what if Phoenix does not exist in this universe and she's going to be one that's where you introduce, that's where you'll eventually get her from is – you could pull a lot of these villains, like maybe the crazier things that you don't like. This doesn't make sense. And I've been watching MCU well, for 28 films. Okay, speaking of that, what about Kathong? Uh, the creator of the Chaos Magic. I mean, now the Darkhold's gone. Maybe they fill that void with Kathong being an entity. Fine, but you're going to have to set it up. And what do you set it up in? So clearly it wasn't set up in Doctor Strange 2. Do you set right. it up in Doctor Strange 3, or do you have another Wanda series or movie? where Because it needs to be set up probably in a magic user yeah. film right, or show. And those are the only two that I'm aware oh, of right Mephisto. now. You but think a lot of that in the Agatha series. Agatha, I'll believe that series when I actually see it. You don't believe it's a real? No, they've announced it. I know they're, but... We I mean, don't know nothing about it either. I just now, don't think it's needed. It's not. Now, Marvel doesn't generally cancel anything either. The only time they ever cancel things is when they had that big thing like in 2015, big event where they announced their next 12 movies or whatever, and they had Inhumans on there uh-huh. as a film. And yeah. then, Now, they canceled that, and they ended up making it a very cheap, terrible show. So, But generally, once Marvel says they're going to do something, they generally do it. But I wonder if they're going to have second thoughts about this Agatha show. Unless you're using unless that to springboard to bring back Wanda. Wanda. Yeah, unless you can use that to springboard into a Wanda movie or another series or just bring the character back in the MCU. Um, but we won't know until they do that. And I just... Because she's the villain, right? And I'm not yeah. saying you can't have a villain. Well, she's a she, villain. Uh, she's a, she also works with Wanda in some of the comics, too. Yeah, like so... A, yeah, she was a nanny for a while. So what... Which, the but they kind of did that... Already in the show, right? Yeah. They kind of played that card. So what do you do? Do you have her be the villain of her own show? Which you can get away with having the villain be the star of a movie or show, but it's difficult to do, right? So is she the good guy, or is this personality that wanted to put the hex on her where I'm just the neighbor? Is it melding into her actual personality where she's kind of a kind of a mix, almost a split personality? Like sometimes I want to kill somebody, but then, oh, you know, I'm just a goofy neighbor. <laughs> uh, so I have no idea what they're going to do with her, but I... If they carry on with that series, I 100% believe it's a way to bring Wanda back. Mm-hmm. I think she'll make like a pact with the devil or, or Mephisto or some, somebody. Either she brings her back or Wanda's never dead and Wanda Me- goes back there to get her. Mephisto is probably never happening because of China. They will not allow the devil or they, anything that represents all, that's the weird. devil. Um, they went ahead with uh, something in, was it Spider-Man or this one? They went ahead and left it in there, and China refused to watch it. It was this. uh, No, it wasn't China. It was Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia asked to remove the the fact that American Chavez has two mothers, um, Mm -hmm. and she mentioned her mothers, and uh, they said, we want you to uh, remove it, and uh, Marvel told them no. But I think it's also that Saudi Arabia does not have as much of a, a money side of it. I think China has a giant dollar sign with it. China is the second biggest market besides America, right? But I did see an article where they said it looks like uh, MCU, not all movies, but it looks like the MCU doesn't need China after all because what he didn't say is uh, Doctor Strange 2 had a massive opening, $185 I knew it was going to be a big hit, but for Doctor Strange, I mean, he's not 
the biggest Marvel character. I'm surprised he got that close to 200 million in opening weekend. But is that because of the trailers? I I'll be honest with you. I don't think so. I think people that were going to see it, like we saw that Xavier was going to be in it in the trailer, right? How many extra people did that actually pull into the theater? I'm not saying it didn't. It certainly did. Yeah. But in any significant number, would you make an extra couple million, two, three million maybe out of just having that? So you're still yeah. talking $180 million opening. Now, how big does it drop? I don't know. But you got to look at everything post-COVID, right? Um, so 80, 185 is very, very large. Not as big as Spider-Man, but would you expect it to be? No. So I think if this had been pre-COVID, this is probably a $200 million movie, which is extremely impressive. Yeah. So certainly not a failure. But, and that's without China. It made this much. So, yeah, I don't think we're as depend- we shouldn't be as dependent on China's box office as some of these people are thinking now. It may change my mind when we see what Avatar does, because I bet you Avatar is going to be big everywhere, because it's, for the most part, not controversial, at least not in the way most of the world thinks. There's also nothing really to compare it to. So It's very unique, right? can't really be disappointed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm not – the China box office, I think, is being overblown. Yeah, they um, banned uh, Eternals, uh, Shang-Chi, and they're possibly not releasing Doctor Strange 2. Shang-Chi? Really? Yeah. And I haven't seen that film, so I don't know what... It's it really good. Be, yeah. Would be controversial to China, though. Uh, Didn't they film some of that in China? Maybe that it just... It's, uh, no, I don't think so. Hmm. Um, maybe they just think it's stereotypical. Ah... Uh, Surely not, right? I mean, it's got Chinese actors in it. Yeah. Chinese-American. So, right, but, I mean, they wouldn't want to go against their own... I'm trying to think <laughs> if there's anything that would... Make themselves look silly. Yeah. But uh, China would refuse, is possibly refusing to release Doctor Strange. Which they don't like. Because of the, yeah. the same with the golf, uh, the Saudi Arabia thing. Oh, really? Yeah. I find it so odd, this... I <laughs> not a political podcast, but... It's a little odd about the things China doesn't want to be allowed to show. Now, Saudi Arabia, I get it's a religious, it's a religious thing element to them, but the China, so they don't they, have. That. They banned Shang Chi over uh, effeminate men. Oh, okay. Uh, apparently, they have in the movie they show a few uh, men that are not uh, masculine, masculine enough, Very or they're enough. they're too sissy, and they view it as an insult to Chinese people. There's a bunch of Andy Dicks in oh. there. But I, I'm trying to remember, and I don't, I don't remember anyone being uh, extremely effeminate. I think they look for any reason. In fact, to like the not seen that movie. the main dude is like a is like a mob boss. Yeah, that's weird. But uh, yeah, anyway, I, I mean, Doctor Strange is very successful. So even with all the, I don't call it backlash, but the, how divisive this movie seems to be amongst critics, I wonder if Sam Raimi will be asked back. Or he even wants to come back to do another Doctor Strange. Him doing a Doctor Strange in the Dark Dimension would be pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not super sold on the idea of Sam Raimi doing the third movie. I don't uh, think it's going to happen, but I would like. To I see wouldn't. It. I wouldn't hate it. I just don't. I th- his style of uh, directing is uh, unique and it's cool, but I don't think it w- it's grandiose enough for like a third final. A little movie. smaller scale. Mm-hmm. I think you could see some of that. I mean, clearly, you go through a lot of dimensions and multiverses, and it's it's grand epic, right? But 
sometimes with Raimi, even with the Spider-Man films, especially, I think you feel this, it does feel very contained at times. So, um, yeah, I think that will probably, I, th- I don't think he wants to do another one, to be honest with you. I think probably this was not the best experience. They had him reshoot stuff because of test screenings. And uh, I'm sure they handcuffed him a bit on where he wanted to go. He'd be like, I don't want to do this again. I want to do what I want to do. So well, I yeah. would be shocked if he I does. I say, several times throughout the movie, you can see where they kind of rein him back. Pull him back. Hey, like he's he back he's wanting to go real crazy. Yeah. And they're like, ah. Slow no, down. Buddy. So I don't think we'll see that again. But I enjoyed this one. It's a top, top 10, 10, 9 to 11 in that range for me, Marvel movie. That's how much I liked it. Yeah, it's definitely a top 10. doesn't yeah, crack the top five. Now, Scarlet Witch is the thing that puts it there. Yes. Still, she's a part of the movie, so I can't discount that. A huge part of the movie. But I don't know. I think the zombie strange with the cloak of the damned. Uh, I think that puts it in the top, probably eight or nine, maybe ten for Ooh, me. Yeah, yeah. So I just like that immediate snap where you're like, "You're the sorcerer's dream. You're the." Mm. And he's oh yeah, <laughs> and he starts grabbing. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. These are spirits. Use them. Yeah, you guys are. Oh yeah, I can do that. So it's a pretty awesome movie, in my opinions. But you guys, if you haven't seen it, you sat through and got spoiled anyway. Uh, I would still go see it for the visuals. Uh, yeah, and just see how scary Wanda really is. So killed it. So uh, walk, or actually run. Do not walk to the movie theater. <laughs> go see this movie, uh, or drive. That'd probably be quicker. Eh, That'd be a lot better. We're uh, the America is like the number one o- most obese. So just yeah, go I ahead run and anywhere. Run. Yeah, I definitely am not. I'm getting out of breath just thinking I'm about like it. I'm a dwarf. I can, I'm very fast on short distances. <laughs> <laughs> just quick sprints. <laughs> We're all sprinters. Just and I wouldn't worry about your sprints, popcorn yeah. buckets. Uh, don't waste your money on that. Oh, my gosh. $25. You a lot of people to... are going crazy about the popcorn buckets. I want a 10. People are driving to other states just to buy those things. Nope. And if, it's, it's a piece of plastic. If I want popcorn yeah. bucket, I want an actual metal tin. Yeah. You can go to the probably the Target and find one just the same. And why don't they do that with more movies? Is a little segue because <laughs> go to why Ross don't they do it? or Goodwill. You'll get one here soon. People yeah. would buy the crap out of that. If you did one for every Marvel, DC, Avatar, Star Wars, you put one out, people would buy them. Be cool. Mjolnir cups. Well, great ideas. There is one where did they I show you? I sent. I think I sent it in the the group yeah. that we talk about. Uh, it was a Mjolnir. Popcorn bucket. And you yeah, like, open it up and it's got the popcorn in it. How yeah. awesome is that? The handle like folds open. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that'd be awesome. That would be R two D two. You pop his yes. head off and there's your popcorn. See, we got great ideas. We really should own a movie theater. Yeah. We, yeah. Well, Dylan's on the board of AMC. He talks with the big wigs all the time. So I'm sure we're they just a meeting the other day. We're just weeks away from having our own. Yeah, I tried to vote them all out, huh? <laughs> to vote yourself in so we could Yeah, keep imp- them out, we're taking over. We want to employ all these great ideas that we got. But yeah, give away the movie posters. How we, you know, we yeah. had a lot of good ideas. Well, before we get started on our movie ideas and how we would run a movie theater and we would just make it the greatest that there would. We would. Yeah, it would be awesome. People would come all around. Um, we do have to end this episode. Uh, so thank you for listening. For Wade, Chris, and Dylan, I'm David. And uh, we will see you guys on Monday. <laughs>